Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It is... The Morning Sickness. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fessley, Big Dick Toledo. Off and running for the final day of the week and ready for it to happen. That's a good thing. We're all, I think, assuming this one's going to fly by. We'll be fine. Yesterday sucked. Tried to have a nice day there. Uh, golfing with the boss man and Brady and Eric Bryan. And it wasn't because of the weather or anything. It was just uh, Eric and Trip fought the entire time. Oh, controversy. Uh, we, uh, Trip ended up uh, face down in the grass. It was terrible. That's no joke. <laughs> the trip confirmed my theory that people with... Uh, you tried to kill Trip. I tried to kill Trip. Uh, people with great wealth can't get dirty. It's impossible. They wear light-colored clothes. If you've ever been to a place where rich people hang out, the older ones are all in white pants. Now, if I wore white pants, for, I'd already have them all dirtied up. In two minutes, I'd have something on white pants. Old ladies wear white pants, and if they're poor, they have dirt on them somewhere. If they're wealthy, those white pants stay wealthy. Well, Tripp had a pair of light, uh, like khaki pants on yesterday. and uh, Freshly dry clean. At one point, and we'll tell why in a second, he absolutely ate on the golf course and was face down in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> he got up. It, grass was wet. It's green as can be. Looks at the paint. Not even like a wet dot. Nothing. And he hit the dirt hard, as far as I understand. I was facing the other way. It was a slow-motion tumble. <laughs> Which usually leads to more grass. Like, not a no. grass. Another. So what <laughs> happened was I had the golf cart, and I was dicking around trying to, you know, four-wheel it off of a curb. And the particular golf carts at this course at the Biltmore were a little lower than normal, so I high-centered it on a curb. I need a little weight and some push in the back. We'll get that thing moving in no time. Took a wrong turn on the path. Yeah, I went off, and I'm up over a curb, so i got to jump down on a curb. And I backed up over it. Thinking that I had enough speed that the whole thing was, just, but it just it just ground up high center. So I'm giggling. I'm like, oh, I'm stuck now. And so Brady and uh, Boss Man Trip get behind the cart, and I just floor it. I'm gassing it. You know, I gotta go. So they give me a little push. I catch some traction. I'm going 15 miles an hour, and I just see Eric Bryan's face. Like he's laughing. I hear Brady going, oh, oh, oh. and I thought everybody was laughing to how fast I jetted off of the curb. And then I turn my head and I see. Uh, the corpse of Trip Reeb laying in the grass. I'm oh, like, oh, boy. he pushed too hard, and then just gravity beat him to the punch, and he went. He was down. Trip went down. We have a, we have a man down. You know what's amazing about it is the first thing that he checked 
His pants. Yep. He checked his pants. <laughs> Could have had a compound Did you know why? or anything. Did you hear why? I'm golfing tomorrow, and I don't have another pair ready because he travels all over the place. Right. I have to wear these again if I golf tomorrow. <laughs> they were spotless. They were. And, I, and he got in the car, and he won't tell me the secret. I think once you go over a threshold of how much money you've got, you can tell other people, here's how you never get dirt on your pants. They never get dirty. He's got cans of Scotch Guard. <laughs> it's what it is. They're, they're, I think. I think there's a thing that goes welcome, welcome to the world of everything being Scotch Guarded. You can wear white now. You have enough money. It's crazy. If I wear a white, t- I almost wore a white T-shirt this morning. Nah. And you why? I still have to brush my teeth. I knew I'd get gloppy crest all over the. <laughs> I I I can't wear white clothes. I get filthy immediately. Socks even. I'm like, I, I choose the gray ones. I'll take the gray ones. That, if they get a little dirty, at least I can say they're gray. I wear black socks all the it's time. Smart. Yeah, it's smart. It, it's ridiculous. But rich people can wear light-colored pants. Nothing happens to them. It's a fact. I'm convinced. He even got in the cart and he goes, you got a thing about rich people in white pants. Because he's heard me say it before. And I told him, like, your pants aren't dirty. That proof you have millions. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you fall in wet grass and get up dry without a grass stain? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, your secret's no longer safe, pal. Somebody unlocked it. Rich people have a secret, and they won't tell us. I'm working on it. Someday I hope to have white pants. The day you see me in white pants is the day that my uh, financial advisor said, you've done it. Here's your complimentary bottle of Scotchgard. I think they all just get Scotchgard. Like the day they hit a number. (laughs) When I got my second comma, I got a bottle of Scotchgard. You got a double comma? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Checking account, double comma. Oh, f- yeah. And then you get a pair of white pants from the government and a, a lifetime supply of Scotchgard. Issued. And a person of color to apply the Scotchgard. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, it was, and he looked down at his pants because rich people, they deep down know. Do I still have the double comma? And the pants will let you know where your bank account lies because he laid in wet grass and got up dry. It's like the grass went, <gasps> we don't belong here. <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir. <laughs> and they blew dry his pants. They actually looked cleaner when he got off the dirt. Amazing. <laughs> and then later, Eric Bryan of Precision Air, NewACUnit.com. Just throw those names out there for a plug. Turns to trip thinking he's having casual conversation and says, because Eric's turning 50 this week. Or okay. next week. And well, at least give it um, the shot of how it was set up. Well, he'd also hit Tripp's ball and then blame Tripp for that. Big, uh, it's a big know. no-no in golf, and you hit another guy's golf ball. And but he didn't down was like, hey, it's a practice ball. He didn't even hit swing. it to like as confused as his. He just found a ball and just smashed it some other direction. He took about five <laughs> seconds. He goes, oh, I go, is that yours? And I go, I think that's, you know, I don't it think that's could have been anybody. Right. But and Eric, he looks at it, no, it's a practice ball. <laughs> right. It wasn't a practice ball. It was Tripp's ball, and it said pinnacle on it. And Eric, because he's turning 50, doesn't have his eyesight quite right it kicked in so kicked evidently in. he was blurry and he just smashed his trips so i wasn't going to use it again it could have been anybody's could have been somebody on another fairway but eric decided i own this golf course and he just hits the ball and then trips like where'd my ball go and the next thing you know we're bickering back and forth and are you f- hitting me did you hit my ball and it's a big no-no <laughs> call hey i thought it was a practice ball and they go back and forth for a minute and it's like jesus christ this guy next tee box you know, have it, it's all calmed down a little bit. And Eric turns to Trip and he says, 50, man, I'm turning 50. He goes, and he says it real slow. Trip and loud. Trip, do you remember your 50th birthday? Oh. And I'm like, what a <laughs> dick. 
It's not that old. It was only like... Four- I, did, I didn't mean it. Then. I looked and I said, what was it, like 44 years ago? Big deal. The man can remember. And then I'm like, you're just oh, going to wander off dying. into the dead. Oh, dying. I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> it sounded so fast. <laughs> old man, can you remember your 50th birthday and your name? It was a pleasure playing with yeah. you, Mr. Reeb. <laughs> so needless to say, uh, Precision Air and NewACUnit.com are no longer advertisers on the station. <laughs> Trip has canceled them. I don't care how much money you How have. much? Do we need them? Isn't Average Joe out there somewhere? Can't we get him? <laughs> Mr. Reeb, do you need some more applesauce? I hate Eric Bryan. <laughs> it was great. A fun day. But the day stunk because it starts raining. It's like 12 degrees. Didn't see that. It was going to be a beautiful Irish golfing day. Oh, it would have been would have been nice had it not been for all the fighting and tripping the cart with me going, I'm so cold. I'm so cold. I'm like, all right, we'll get you home. I'm not going to make <laughs> I don't it. I want to do this anymore. I can't even remember my 50th birthday. I lied. So, and then he's clean as a whistle. Rich people can't get dirty. <laughs> they wear, they, and they know it. They They won't let us in. I went to El Charo once before the big remodel, back when everything was dirt. It's a restaurant off of Lincoln. It's legendary. Yeah. And I went there once with some friends, and I looked around. The whole thing is dirt. It was picnic tables. And yeah, all the tables the, yeah, were set the, up on the outdoor. That dirt Whatever outside. that little, uh, the tiny gravel. Whatever it was. Yeah, the decomposed granite. The, the, yeah. the DG. It's dirt. Dirt and there's picnic tables and these old ladies are sitting in white and I mean ivory, super white clothes and getting up off these picnic tables. I got food all over my pants. It looked like the outfield in the natural. <laughs> it was <just> glowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was amazing. I have to go get something else to eat, drink. Would you like anything? I'm like, well, you're gonna get all dirty. No, I'm not. Well, how do you do this? Look at my bank account. Yeah, and my <laughs> pants have double commas in the checking. Oh, double commas in checking is when your pants get. Untouchable. It's amazing. I, I dare you today. Push a rich person into a mud puddle. Watch, they'll get out, and the mud will leap off of them. Especially if they're in white. They're so comfortable in light colored clothes. I don't want to wear white pants because I'm not a boat captain. But still, it's impressive. I'd like to thank uh, Justin and the boys at the uh, Biltmore for being accommodating, and uh, apologize to the pink ladies if we ever. Uh we can, oh, yeah, we kind of crashed their party. Yeah. Oh. Some sort of season G. Komen thing going on. And I think it's just the Pink Ladies Golf Lake. I don't, I don't know. know. Yes. Brady yelling at anybody this time? Yeah. He, uh... <laughs> Eric. <laughs> he screamed, show your <laughs> to the ladies with the breast cancer. Oh, nice. All stuff. right. <laughs> just one, no plural. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't. It was show your boob to a lady. It was a, <laughs> a breast cancer awareness tournament that they were having. Brady got drunk and screamed that. The only time he has any fun in life is on that golf course. <laughs> now yelling. Yeah. And then yesterday before we left, you weren't in the room. Brady brought uh, his house guest, Dr. Tooth. I met him downstairs, yeah. Oh, did you? He's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. he knows it. I think you know it. That guy might be crazy. Within seconds, he came in and, and told us of the family rag, which is a towel he and his parents used to use to wipe each other's his asses. His grandfather yeah. on the farm. Yeah, my grandpa had a bucket. They didn't use toilet paper. No, they had old clothes. And you know what? Because you didn't have, toilet paper was for uh, rich people, but they were out in the country, so they didn't really. This showed up on my phone about 12 minutes later. A news story that says, mom says she doesn't use toilet paper because they have a shared family cloth. And then phone was listening like, oh, you interested in that? Here's some stories about it. 
And this lady said exactly what he said. They took old clothes they weren't using anymore and cut them into rags. She's got a bidet, so she hovers over the bidet. It chunks off all the big pieces, and then she dabs with a towel, like a washcloth, puts it in the laundry hamper for the family rags. She said, we've cut up old pajamas and things like that. And then I dab that and put that into the hamper. And then they put it in the washer and reuse the family rags. You don't know which one you're getting. Most of the time they said, uh, you know, he did say they'd boil, you know, put it in boiling water. Whatever. Yeah. If you have a bucket. You got the fire going outside, please, you know. Yeah, if you've got a bucket of <laughs> rags. The cauldron. I don't exactly trust your sterilization program. What do you think Charlie Bucket's mom was doing? She was doing laundry over They there. lived like pigs. I don't want a life like Charlie Bucket's family. It's like, oh, they they had it all figured out. Why don't we do that? But if, I never figure out, oh, that's how they're washing clothes back then. If you can't have toilet paper, I don't trust your boiling water sterilizing situation for your family rags. And then before that, they weren't even sterilizing. They weren't even boiling water. It was uh, a sponge, and they'd have a servant out there and uh, that Pompeii. Guy would have a sponge on the this end of the is stick. Pompeii. That's that makes sense. That was before anybody yeah. had a brain. You're talking about a guy who knew the person with the family rag. He was in our room yesterday, Doctor Tooth, and he acted like that was normal. You know how did they used to do it when my grandparents? I'm like, I don't know, but we invented a better way. How did they used to, you know, cure colds? They put leeches on your body. We stopped that. You're a, you're a crazy person to bring up the idea of the family cloth. I wouldn't, when I was, for a while, I was in charge of laundry at my, my house when I was a teenager. And I wouldn't wash my dad's underwear because he swore by tidy whities and he devastated them. <laughs> he braided them. He, he rough-butted them like crazy. Oh. <laughs> and I would, with like, you know, grab it by the waistband out of the thing and place it in a corner by itself. And I got in trouble because I used to wash all of his hankies and his filth-covered underpants separate from everything else the only time I ever separated clothes. That's when I learned about cold water. But I put his in there, hankies and his his poop pants. I swear to God, my dad needed a diaper. I don't know what was going on back there. The guy, he took like six dumps a day and limited amount of time to wipe his ass because it was all falling into his drawers. And, uh, and I would wash those separate. And then I'd run the washer on hot water by itself after all that came out of there because his particles were all over and i don't want to put new our clothes in there just throw bleach in and everything else like oh i every time it was dad underwear day i did that and he he got wind of it he's like what are you washing my why is this big pile of my underwear separate from everything else you're wasting water i'm like no i'm saving the family from dysentery you've got (laughs) all over yourself every day Ah, and then he got mad so he would keep an eye on it and he wouldn't let me run that second wash the washer cycle to get all of his you know disgusting old man out of the washer and so he would watch me do it and i'm like well if you're going to just stand here and watch me why don't you go into the bathroom and go scrub that ass a little bit better so we don't have this problem the big issue here is you toilet then, paper invented in 1857 right, it wasn't that long ago but still the civil war the family rag so yeah well my dad still he uses it but not right something my, my grand great grandfather was Look, the, it. the day it was, yeah, but the day it was invented, everybody's like, this is, I gotta get my hands on that stuff. That had to be like an Back unbelievable then, it commodity. It started out in New York, so it had to work its way well, down to the other states, and they didn't, and the last, their railroads weren't even, no, Arkansas all the way didn't in. get it real early, and the, yeah. By 1865, you get your paper. That's why everybody wanted to live next to creeks. Not for drinking water, so they could dip their disgusting asses in there. 
But yeah, this family does that. But your friend tells us about it, and then I start getting articles sent to me about people who still do it because it's environmentally smarter and it's better for plumbing and all that other stuff. But it isn't because yuck. Then you got to go wash those, and then can you imagine going back in and seeing the cleaned, folded family rags ready for use again? And like, is that like I wouldn't use the fa- if I stayed at your house, Brady, and you had a thing of clean yeah, you're a guest family ass rags that you and Kirby have used together. <laughs> you, you'd have your own rag. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would have a room at a resort where a guest belongs. And your friend said he enjoys the idea. Of taking huge <laughs> in people's houses, and then he started. Yeah, I, thought, I never knew that about him. Yeah, he said, I really enjoy that, though. You know, it's like kind of marking my territory. Really, I don't mind going into <laughs> someone's house. And then he tried to cover it by going, you know, I'm all about God and family, and taking huge <laughs> in little girls' bathrooms. Is he a German Shepherd? He's yeah. got to mark his territory. Yes. What is this? <laughs> and Brady just stood there patting him on the back. Okay, I think it's about time we wrap this. Let's get out of here. And, because me and Doctor Tooth were going back and forth about. How he's on Brady's, and he's got enough money in his life to go stay at a resort. Go stay at a resort, Doctor Tooth. It's disgusting. You're you're turding up some little girl's bathroom. That's gross and sad. <laughs> Poor Kirby. Eccentric, indeed. Oh yeah, no one question. of the smartest guys I Very, know, and that's yeah. why you know when he starts breaking down things. And- yeah, but he but it, what he was breaking down yesterday was it was like seemingly waxing nostalgic about the days prior to toilet paper and how smart we all were. Uh uh-uh. uh. I didn't want to look into the history of and it. I told he him, knew it. He goes, yeah, but they do it. I'm like, yeah, but they lived to be like 29 because they were constantly eating each other's <laughs> without even knowing it. With that cauldron of poop that they they washed their clothes in. Ugh. Hope the, you're enjoying your breakfast, everybody. Anyway. Then I, the husks. There should be a house guest tax. It should never happen. Especially like the, Kirby should get, every house guest should pay whoever, especially this guy who's like no problem with. He took seven or eight dumps. Crap tax? Yeah, a crap tax. So if you take up somebody's bathroom, if it's a shared bathroom with a kid who normally has it, you got to give that kid 100 bucks for every every day that you deuced in there. Right, here, kid, there's another C-note. Because you're saving hundreds of dollars by not staying at a resort. At least you could do, let's go into that poor little 14-year-old girl's room. She's got to walk into your old man filth, that, that smoke and feces fog that you've created. We have a hazmat crew in there this morning. It's gross. That is just gross. Poor Kirby standing there. Uh, It smells so bad. That dude walks in, gives her a couple hundred bucks. It's kind of worth it. You should always have to pay for being a house guest. Always. Because he moved out? Moved out yesterday. Yeah, he's uh, with his daughter. Uh, But good news, the ghouls uh, might be able to say hi to Dr. Tooth. He's going to go to the zoo tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, is he going with you tomorrow? Yeah, he wants to check it out. (laughs) Guarantee he's going to find a bathroom. And wipe with one of the animals, probably. That's how they used to do it in the 1800s. You just find a rabbit and scrub it up against your beehole. Dr. Tooth, yeah. He ruined my phone yesterday. He's going to grab Luna the sloth from Christy and <laughs> <Yeah>. use it. <them. laughs> They're slow. They're easy to wipe with. They don't fight back. Luna, stay clear. <laughs> yeah, go hang on to Christy for dear life. Otherwise, you're just going to cut little swatches off of Christy's clothes and start using those. <laughs> Toilet paper is bad for the environment. You're bad for the environment. And he just jumped over the idea. I'm like, get in the shower and wash that thing. Why? I've got the family cloth. And that's what it's called. The family cloth. Yeah. Human beings are gross. That's why none of them are allowed in my house. And then he tried to invite me to his house. Like, like there was going to be some. Doors open. Doors open. Like he's looking at me like, now you say it. And I'm like, well, not at my house. F*** you. <laughs>
Mad Dumper. You seem like a pleasant sort. Well, I, you know, I get to have dinner with Brady. I can have dinner with him without taking a <laughs> in his daughter's bathroom. And none of you room. got to him a little bit. Uh, did I? Because, yeah, on the way home, I, I'm sorry if I did anything <laughs> to your daughter's bathroom. <laughs> never thought of it. It's for as smart as he, he is. He never once thought, I shouldn't do this to this little girl's bathroom. What would, like, think, like, you know, he says he's of God and family. What's the golden rule? Do unto others as you would like them to do to you. When he was a kid, did he want some dad stranger friend in there taking giant on all over his stuff? No. Well, I would have known. If Kirby walked into a witch's brew, she would have let me know. It doesn't matter. It's the idea that now Kirby's, you know, got to put her ass where his ass was, and there's possibilities of old men. That's part of growing up as a kid. No, it's not. Part of growing up as a kid in a fortunate situation is she got her own bathroom. She's an only child. She doesn't need some... She's going to come across, you know, roommates. Yeah. You know, she'll have to learn that. And And what's she going to learn, Brady? College. What's she going to learn? No. dorm room. What's she going to learn? I'm better than... Sharing a toilet, I get my own. You're a better. Sometimes human being you than that. don't. Yes, get you your do. Own. Well, then you need to work a little harder, and by Friday, have your own <laughs> toilet. If you're worth That's your weight and salt, yeah, that is for her. It's for you. You're the dad. You teach her. A successful person has their own toilet. You don't ever have to look at a toilet seat and go, "Ah, oh, what the f- is going on?" And then see the stain on the back where the person doesn't know how to get their hand back there without bumping into the toilet seat, so they ridge it. Ah. <laughs> I mean, the first last somebody place. else's stains on the bottom of the toilet seat, and you're just looking like, come on, house guest, clean it up. And San Francisco is like, Kirby, see this on the sidewalk? Yeah. You don't do that. No, that's right. Well, there you, are facilities. You, no matter where you're at, you can find you a know facility. What? You're also a man of the cloth, not the family cloth. <laughs> You teach her that God gave you the ability to clinch that thing up and save it until you get to a good place. You don't just have to get the feeling and run into the first dirt house you find. Like Dr. Tooth does. Well, nature's calling. Better go take a huge on a little girl's dreams. She's probably got her bathroom all just like she wants. With like purple little butterflies on the wall or some colorful things. Like that's the girl's bathroom. I'm going to ask him today is... You know, because he does enjoy the the movement. Are <laughs> you the, little, are you the open house guy that checks out houses? <laughs> he takes dumps in open houses? No, I'm going to oh, ask him. That's I an can immediate see him. friend drop yeah. right there. I've done it before. You know, and he tells me, it's unhealthy. Like, it's unhealthy for you uh, to mentally destroy Kirby's life when she's got to look down and see, you know, your Jackson Pollock painting on the bottom of her porcelain. Well, I guarantee you all his properties have good plumbing. That's right. They, have to. they pass his standards. That's the other thing. The guy kind of humble bragged. I've got he millions. Did a little I've got bit. Millions, That's not like millions, millions of dollars. And what the hell is he doing at your Get house? Get a resort room. It's about family. He explained that. It's about God and family. Well, I got news for you. That Hanging ain't your out family. With friends Are you guys family. related? Right. Not family. No. Then get your ass yeah, to the get a resort. <laughs> I agree. Your He's friends. a great house guest. Oh, all right. Stop it. You fixed things. You did things. You and your wife. Now you're in a fight. It was a perfect stay, 48 hours. Because she said, uh, she goes, it was nice to have a man doing stuff right Ooh. in front of Brady. And I'm like, here we go. She did unload on Yeah, and then she goes, that drawer he fixed has been broken for seven years. And Brady and Allison says, wait a sec, maybe four. So, I mean, it wasn't a great counter, but it was still. Wasn't even close to four. <laughs> they broke about a year ago. Well, according to still Ronnie, usable. in front of everybody, seven years you've still left Still usable. Slide. Might sag a little bit, you yeah. know, dip down, but you can put yeah. the drawer in. 
She and then she threw the thing in and a whole lot of passive aggressive punches in front of Doctor Tooth to you because she threw them. I was always told either marry a handyman or someone who can afford one. And Brady is neither. I'm old for like, two. Wait a second, Brady can afford a guy. Really? He's just too cheap to get one. Shut the <laughs> f- up, lady. <laughs> I'll stand up from a boy on that one. He's just cheap. That's all. You married a cheap guy who could afford a handyman. He can't afford them. You have two or three little projects, like, uh, you know, like a fix there. They're like, yeah, I can do that. I'll get around to it. And it just. See, now you should have been more like me in that. Are your fingers broken? Because last I checked, you could dial up a handyman, too. (laughs) You're too busy sucking down lattes. And then it's a head button machine going on. Yeah. Yeah, see, I could help. I'll take the high road. Please, why? She wasn't. We didn't there. I didn't there. I'm like, really? It was fun to watch Dr. Tooth uh, come in here and humble brag his millions, take a dump in Kirby's bathroom, and then make Brady and Kirby, or Ronnie fight right in front of us. Here it works. It was great. You missed a good one. Man. There was, a, there was a, another quality meeting before that because Dr. Tooth's ex-wife was out here visiting the daughter, too. Oh, boy. Had them all over. They wanted, She wanted to come say hi because I've known her forever, so brings the daughter over. Oh. And she... Um, is not a fan of Dr. Tooth. <laughs> the wife? Yeah. And I'm like, this is great. Bring her over. And he's still, he's oblivious. And, was, and I. Oh, and, Dr. And Tooth. Blend, it was a great meeting. It was, it was hilarious. But then afterwards, everybody's like talking crap. Nobody had, everybody faked it. So it's a phony meeting. No, it, it really wasn't because she, she didn't want to see Dr. Tooth. She wanted to see me. Right. Because I've. But Dr. Tooth probably, was there. Yeah. And then. So she was miserable. At first. Yeah. Oh, well, it was great. By the end of it, she was still miserable. And then she left to her daughter probably. Just hate your father so much. He's such an asshole. Do you know that he used to take <laughs> all over the house? He still does that. <laughs> it was like the uh, the guy with our vending machines years ago that yeah. said, oh, you'll know. Yeah. He had asked me, this is 30 years ago. Yeah. What do you think of me and her getting together? And I said, my words were, lightning would have to strike one of you. <laughs> for this to work. Yeah. Okay. And, and they got together, but they were together for almost 20 years. Yeah. And then just fires. Well, there you go. Dr. Tooth, Brady's house guest, the millionaire who won't stay there. And he said, I said, stay at a resort, Dr. Tooth. And he goes, oh, why? So I can lay there in my soulless room. And I'm like, that's you being uncomfortable with being alone. There's something wrong with you. I don't want to be in a room alone and smell my own. I want people to smell that. I it's constant. What's hilarious is it's, Jay. You you did not grow up in the depression. <laughs> That's what I he mean. Did. He lives his life. He's, you think I'm tight? <laughs> I do. Well, Jay's like uh, <laughs> he's yeah. Oh, he made I it, mean, he made it over clear. And above. He wants an outhouse. He like he's big on outhouses, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? How do you think they did it in the 1600s? And I said, wrong. It's they a, did it wrong. That's why we fixed it. It's, like, it's a perfectly good system. <laughs> it works. <It's> crazy. <laughs> I live in my soulless resort God. room, and I'm like, you don't want to lay in your own thoughts. You need a distraction so you don't hang yourself. Dr. Tooth, I'm on to you. But he was entertaining. I'll tell you that. Oh, it was funny. So entertaining. Not so much that I wanted to stay at the house any longer than maybe two hours. People are like movies. Two, two and a half hours, and I'm pretty much done here. And I'll judge you on whether or not you were good after those two. You stay at my house more than two hours, I'm starting to look at you like, what are you, a sequel? Let's go. I can't stand staying in somebody's house because, like like you said, how, 
I can't dump at somebody's no, house. That's just that's just, just right. rude. It's rude, especially when Disgusting. there's a little girl yeah. sitting in her room going, "I got to go in there and get ready for school." Like and even some strange, man. even straight up family. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> no, you get a room. Yeah, have some decency. See, I stay at my sister still. In that um, everybody, well, like immediate family might be all right. Small yeah, town stuff, problems, but, but yeah, I of mean, course you don't. Like- because you're oblivious to the fact that nobody should be a house guest. Everybody offers. Nobody really means it. The worst thing in the world is, hey, you could stay at our house anytime. And they're like, all right, I'm coming over. I'm like, oh, God. I, I didn't thought, mean it, yeah. It was an empty gesture. I, I was being generous in a, in a lie. I thought that was enough. House guests. Yeesh. Especially in a city like this. Like, if we lived in Sholo, you got no options. You got to have something for the person. But why are you visiting me in Sholo? I got up there for a reason. I'm hiding. Anyway, it's crazy. But I like Dr. Tooth. He was fun. I just don't want him in my home. Because I know it's what like he's like. It's like having Chat GPT at your house. He's <laughs> just a bot. He's tapped into his brain. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he's a bot. Uh, it's 613. Let's get a wake-up song for all you people who are still using the family cloth. And it always reminds me of the time I had that Mexican guy tell me, you know, a lot of uh, poor neighborhoods that, uh, uh, you know, in Mexico, they don't have the plumbing set up so they tell you not to flush your toilet paper so a lot of people were raised to just throw it away and i've been in restaurants where i've looked and i've seen that and like i've seen the toilet and i'm like wait a minute that little trash can next to the toilet is full of poop it's disgusting the third world i mean you think yeah. about the amount of uh yeah running water we're not running. third world no yeah. but i'm just saying we should never see it here it's probably still majority that's, of the population that's what makes it third world that's what makes us better. That's why people swim here great lengths. People risk their lives to come here. Most of it's plumbing. You imagine if you were, I, like, you, if you came here one time and saw a flushing toilet for the first time, you're like, oh, this is paradise. They don't care about the politics. They just want toilet paper and a place to flush. And living in a house with uh, trash cans full of poop tickets. Yes. Ugh. Ugh. And that's why they're called whole countries by good presidents. <laughs> uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Thank you, Alliance. Friday morning. Rolling along. Already. Spring training starts today. I'm going this weekend. Are you, you are tomorrow? Yeah. Nah, it's a great day tomorrow. tomorrow but no, tomorrow's going to rain, isn't Sunday, it? No, it's oh, good Sunday's in the day. Raining. Sunday's okay. rain. And oh, the daytime's going to be great. Because uh, the Sox are at the Angels, I think, on Sunday. Ah, uh, okay. Is what? You. I oh, think yeah, the no, Black that. Sox are playing it. The Black right. Sox? Jesus, oh, how Sox. old are you? <laughs> the White Sox. Just because we're from the South Side doesn't mean you got to go there. <laughs> you just you said it because of their fans, you son of a bitch. I'll never go to Comiskey. <laughs> <laughs> the Black Sox? Jeez Louise. <laughs> I was looking at the hat. I stood out like an ivory tusk. 
Yeah, it's the White Sox. But yes, yeah, they're playing. Yeah, yeah they're. Uh, but uh, yeah, it starts today. Spring training, which has become more in my heart than in my actual desire to go. It's become kind of a a cluster to get in and watch uh, watch dudes practice for. I mean, the, the Cubs Sox game prices for the tickets were eighty five dollars for a yeah, spring that's training insane. game. And I'm, you know, it's not about like the cost. It's about what are you getting me on here? This is dudes practicing. And, and I, for a lot, it is about the cost. Well, see, I've been going to the fall league. Oh, for a lot of people, it's about the cost. Yeah. And it is to me, too. I'm mean, looking at 85 bucks. I'm like, is that the value of what I'm watching? Yeah. Like, if they charge me 85 For an afternoon out. Can I afford $85 to watch a movie? Yes. Will I? No. It doesn't. The value in the end is not worth it. It's fun. But by the end of the day, I'm down 150 bucks because I'm going to drink one of those 32-ounce beers. I've been going to those fall league games, and it's nostalgia for me. Because I used to go to spring training here when I was a kid, before it was crazy. We had eight teams. And uh, it was, you know, and Milwaukee these guys Brewers. Are playing. Yeah, the Cubs. And you had young guys. I liked watching the prospects, but you got, you know, you knew the Cubbies and the Giants and the, the Brewers were up in uh, Compadre and these the terrible chain link fence places and eight bucks. You could scalp front row seats for $25 and we'd go all the time. And then it started to become. You know, Sloan Park is a small professional baseball stadium. These, I mean, the credit to the league, they're like, we see 30 days of an absolute business model. You get, I was talking to a friend who uh, used to work with a baseball team. And he goes, you know that if spring training goes well for a team, their, their spring training dollars can, can be assigned completely to a free agent hiring, like a signing. And the, spring training is revenue for one good player. Like they cover that, they cover that nut for like a guy because they're making forty million dollars a year. So I mean, they just basically say that's, and they're making more than that in spring. But I mean, that's revenue to go. All right, we just, we just, we can put that aside. Spring just paid for our free agent guys. It's such a gigantic boon for these teams. It's I wonder what that money. You know, does it go to the farm system? Like, oh, it pays for I guess the farm system. Yeah. I mean, it's completely you're, you're covered. And you wonder how baseball can afford like forty million dollar guys a year. Every team's got a couple. And, you know, small markets and everything else, they are crushing it in spring and with merchandising and all that other stuff. And then not to mention the gravy that comes with the regular season. They don't even care about ticket sales Monday through Thursday. It's Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They make their money, all of it, on weekends. They watch the Diamondbacks, like, how are they still alive? If you looked at that as a business, you'd be like, that place is empty. I went to a game last year before the Diamondbacks started to make a little run. Against the Pirates, and there were maybe 6,000 people there on a Thursday afternoon. The warehouse was quiet. You're hearing the ballplayers well, talk. Two teams, though. Right, but again, these two teams can go out and spend the kind of money they can spend. They're not broke, and you'd think they would be. Weekends come along, you get twenty, twenty five thousand people were covered for the month. It's like majority of restaurants and bars. Yeah, they just, they just don't care so long as it's, you know, so long as they're getting popped on I Thursday, Friday, I gotta make Friday, it Saturday. on the weekends. Yeah. It's amazing. And so uh, spring training's become this big, giant rigmarole for me where it used to be sort of like walk up to the thing grab a ticket now you gotta buy them in advance you gotta plan stuff parking's crazy crowds are nuts i just don't think spring training's as fun in fifteen thousand seat stadiums as it used to be in little eight thousand seats little little dumps i mean they'd be dumps by today's standards but there was something better about that it didn't feel so much like a give me your money and it was but it didn't feel like it now it just feels like you know you got Dudes in top hats and capes running around trying to take it out of your pocket. It feels like you're being robbed. You know you're not getting the value of the ticket. They're just seeing how high they can place it. Sox Cubs being 85 bucks. Sox A's 
is thirty five. Yeah. They know how to how to grab your pocket. Oh, even thirty five is ridiculous for because you're going to see practice. You're going to see basically the guys you, they're going to make the team for yeah. maybe three four innings tops. Right. And then, like, once number 98 comes in, <laughs> well, then it's he, like, all right, it's time to go. My favorite part is when there's two number 98s yeah, they, on the field at the same time. no name like, on the jersey. I spend $85 to watch a team not even care that they don't have 100 numbers yeah. left. But it's, uh, yeah, it's it still kind of grabs me every year when spring starts and it starts today. It still kind of makes me go, oh. And again, I tell you, as a Cub fan, when they won that World Series, my love for baseball died a little. It's the weirdest thing. Two games today. Yeah, and then tomorrow's a full slate, right? Yeah, the uh, the Cubbies winning it in 2016 took away. They, I caught the carrot on the stick. My whole life I've been chasing that carrot on yeah. the stick, and it seemed I'll never get it, I'll never get it. And then somebody just said, here's your carrot. And I ate it, and I'm like, it's a carrot. I don't think the chase was all that worth it. It was it was a relief. Unless they went uh, you know, back again the following year. They became a dynasty, year, right? but it was the one. Yeah. But even then, when they lost the next year in the playoffs, you're like, well, we got one. There was no like. It didn't hurt as much. It didn't hurt at all. Yeah. Like it took all the. We got cured of being losers. It wasn't that. Wait till next year. It, we'll it, get them. It didn't you know? have the laugh and elbow approaching where they they got their championship and then the 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 lovable loser tag kind of went away and now they're just the Cubs. They're just another team. It was weird. I still have my heart on baseball with them, but it's not like it was. Not even close. And I think that's kind of killed me for spring, too. But I do love spring. And I think Vin Scully dying for some reason made me like baseball less. There's no broadcast. There's no, like, baseball needs a guy. It needs a guy that's like, oh, here comes the Cubs with Harry. Or here comes Vin and the Dodgers. Like, you didn't. Euchre was amazing. And those guys that roll up and make the game. Like, it's like going to a game with a friend. Having Vin up there telling you all about it, or Harry going crazy, drinking and doing what you wished you were there. I don't have that from the broadcaster now. They don't make me wish I was there. No. Brenneman did, you know, when he was starting to tell those, off co- those terrible off-color jokes. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, we are in f- Central right now. Hi, I'm at Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> Tom Brenneman here for spring training. And I'm like, yeah, that's a guy that talks like us. Look at this f- right here. Tom, <laughs> I'm just saying I mean, that guy's twinking around the ball. But there's a deep drive by Castellanos. I would watch every Reds game if he came back. I, And you know why I think I like that? It's because I used to watch baseball with my grandpa. He was a White Sox fan, and I didn't care about the White Sox. And he would let me watch Cubs games unless the Sox were on. But he'd have a big wad of red man in his mouth. This coffee can he had put a filter over the top of, which was the grossest thing he's ever. filtering his... <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know why. And he's spitting out the end because he could clean it. I don't know what he was doing with that, but he had a big weird filter over the top of his. It was like a strainer. He took, he tore the handle off. Catch some of the leaves, maybe that you could recirculate back in. I have no idea. I didn't ask. I don't know if he was being cheap and like he goes, "That's still good tobacco sitting in there," and just Ah. scoop. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was my grandma saying, "When you're done with it, put it in the filter, and I'll throw it out. Don't put it on the because he would have just put it on the." You know, on the, the counter, counter. <laughs> yeah, and just on a napkin or something. In case a uh, yeah. tooth or a crown flew out of there. Dentures? Yeah. Don't know. But he would sit there and say horrible things about every player he hated. I and I do. mean, and I would laugh like he hated, hated, hated the Baltimore Orioles, and I don't know why. And they were good at the time. Hey, Jim Palmer was gay. Uh, you know, <laughs> the whole team was just all a bunch of twinks, and just he hated every one of them. God forbid... 
Boog Powell made an appearance. And it was, oh, this idiot. And he went, and I laughed hysterically at the color he was providing the game. And then you get broadcasters that used to get drunk and say silly things. It was great. Some of them, I mean, in the first time um, I went in the booth, it was uh, to see Marty Brenneman. Yeah. I was in college and we went back. It was uh, the season just started. So we went back to Cincinnati and Bob Trumpy is in there who called yeah. a lot of football games. And I always knew him. You always hear him sure. calling the games and there's Marty, Joe Nuxall, and the mics would go off. They go to commercial. For me, as a, a you know freshman in college, hearing these guys talk in between, oh, like filth. Oh, you're in the locker and then room. How do you not miss a you know? Then they go on the air and they don't miss a beat. Brady, uh, now you're living that. I know <laughs> that's true. It, it is completely. You're, yeah, when these mics go off, it's all unairable. and it's fun. Yeah, but yeah. It's it's just it's part of it, and it's part of the release of being able to do the thing without going off the rails. Is that you have to have a place where you're allowed to say everything, so you don't. Think about yeah, uh, b- before the Brenneman's thing, you know, how many times that's happened. Or when Gracie was talking it's about constant. the guy swinging yeah. the bat underwater. Yeah, and his mic was on. This guy couldn't, he's swinging like he's swinging a bat underwater. And he's making fun of a player, and they got rid of him for that. And a few other things. But at least he didn't say the homo F word, which is off limits. Learn my lesson. Well... Stay away from the homo f word. When the pussy started watching baseball, they <laughs> had right. a, they had a, they had to tone it down. <laughs> oh, they pulled her back. I mean, really? Yeah. There's no Jack Brickhouse. There's no Harry Carries. There's oh. no even Hawk Harrelson. That's around. the thing. It's just and that's why vanilla. baseball's dying. It's vanilla. Base- baseball is is literally in dying mode. Maybe financially they could prove me wrong for a little while, but I don't see it going the other direction until they until they take the governor off of the fun. Because right now it's a math equation. I say this every year. I'm like, they've turned it into a giant math problem. you got to have an abacus and an Asian with you to figure out what they're talking about half time with war and all the stats and these analytics and everything. I, don't, I just want the ball to be hit to a player, and if he makes the play, it's an out. If he doesn't, it's a hit. And if the guy gets home, it's a run. And that's all I need. I don't need you know launch angles and speed of the ball out of the ballpark unless it's astronomically crazy fast. Like that ball was going 138 miles an hour. I'm like, Jesus, that's a – don't tell me it went 104. Guys can throw it 104. So, yeah, and that's I, like chat GPT to me in the baseball. I mean, early on, you guys stick in there and know all that yeah. stuff. I mean, I love watching the game. The stats. The stats are just. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's it's not like an AI. It's definitely, no, it's I'm just, just saying it's as just far math. as that. It's too much math. You're giving me what statistics that don't count. Right. And it's boring. The worst part is it's boring, but it's back. And based and this is where spring feels like old baseball until you start getting reminded, oh, yeah, guys aren't allowed to do this. Nobody's allowed to do that. You know, 90, 90 bucks to watch dudes practice. My parking thing is four miles from here, and it cost me 100 bucks to park my car. It used to not feel like a fleecing, and now it kind of does. That's the next thing uh, on the announcing chat. Oh, they'll do that. They'll have an AI thing before it's over. Baseball Baseball's always reaching for what's next to try to be first, and they usually strike out. At least Pardon recommend it. Like, do it like uh, Vin Scully, or do it like Harry Carey. Would that Would that be the? Remember when they when they brought back uh, Gene Kelly for the Red Devil vacuum commercial? Yeah, and they added the Red Devil thing in there, and everybody's like, "This is you took a dead man and made him do something, and would he agree to this?" And it's it's almost abuse of a corpse to say, "Here's our AI Vin Scully," because we can't find anybody better. And and make him call games. Yeah, you're profiting off this. Dead. Right. Yeah. It just feels 
That feels real bad to me. Well, they're doing that in music with Tupac yeah. uh, holograms and, and people Dio say, is and this all the right thing stuff? to yeah. do? Is it? Or do you just let dead people die? I heard one, a commercial. <laughs> I mean, it's, and it was the uh, national anthem in the background, and they're selling <laughs> a product. Oh, in the middle of it? Yeah. Th- that's the background music. Yeah. Oh, my grandpa would have thrown the TV that's across. That's the first room. time I, I, I'm like, oh boy, yeah. I'm like my gramps. But I'll be going to spring games. I've already got friends going, we're going this day, we're going this day. And I love the spring thing. Uh, a friend of mine texted me, so you're going to any games? And I'm like, you know, I struggle to get excited about it because it's like the Phoenix Open now. It's just so, it's elbows and assholes. It's everywhere. It used to be kind of like fun. And he said, uh, you go to Scottsdale and this is just halter tops. And I'm like, I don't want to see American women in halter tops anymore. Have you seen, have you looked around? It's Scottsdale's uh, still good. And I'm like, it used to be that too. It used to be like... It used to be a parade of, of that is bodies. A, that is a Phoenix Open like out there. Yeah, if you can get in the El Charro thing, and the, yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's girls who think they should be wearing halter tops and they shouldn't, and that's what I'm seeing most. Yeah. Of. It's like me knowing I shouldn't wear half shirts. I just shouldn't. Some reason or another, some girls like that think that they can just because there's body positivity. You shouldn't. There's a lot of you shouldn'ts out there, and yeah. the spring training brings that out. But I do love it. I used to have friends come visit. They'd come out for a week, and a couple of people would, like, two weeks a, a year, I'd have one group of friends come out, and then the next week, another group would come And uh, the first week is the best week to go because it's cold a little bit. So if you like baseball, it's actually a good time to go. If you like the party, you know, it's, it's but, man, that fall league's changed me because it makes me remember what it used to be like with just a few people and hearing the players, and it was fun. But I'll go, and it does make me feel like it's about to be the greatest time in Phoenix because spring's here. So, spring training's here. But no Vince Scully, no Harry Carey, a bunch of boring broadcasts. We need a drunk nutbag in his mid-70s to be the play-by-play of something. And let him go. He's going to slip up. Quit attacking him every time he says something about a Dominican when they're Puerto Rican. or So what? This is the time to do it because this is where they're yeah. kind of just – these are warm-up calling perfect. games yes. for Bring up they're the like, 75-year-old guy with a little bit of an alcohol issue and have him go, I, I don't understand what kind of Indian that is. And just live with the fact that he's just saying what's on his mind. He's not try- – you know, as long as it's not malicious, just sit back and go, this guy. But every time somebody says, well, you know, he comes from the Dominican. He's no Dominican, he's Haitian. It's like, sing goddamn island. Give him a break. And show the girls in the outfield. <laughs> right. Show me some cans in the outfield without going. Because we can hear them when they're there like. There's some girls. Three to three heading game. into the fifth inning. You can hear the guy elbowing the other dude going, Jesus. <laughs> and the director's on that girl's cans for the entire rejoin from the half inning for a reason. Not anymore. No. Look at the bevy of beauties out there. Good thing I'm not a f- because I want to f- <laughs> all of the outfield today. Tom Brenneman. Along with the cowboy, we're having a good time up here in the booth, drinking, doing some Adderall, maybe even a bump off of a pee-pee. Third inning. The pool (laughs) at Chase Field was designed for, let's take a look at the old people in the pool. Do you think it was designed to show people lowering handicaps in by that big, that structure they have for people with wheelchairs again? No. It was designed to be a sex party. There was a partnership. Let's take a look at the Hooters girls out in the pool. Initially, they were like, well, we can dance girls in bikinis. And then we're like, we don't want to watch girls in bikinis. And what does that have to do with baseball? It's like, we better not do it anymore. We're going to get in trouble. We need a fearless leader. We need a Bill Veck. We need a guy who looks and goes, watch this. And puts a thong night at the pool. 
and just lets everybody lose their mind and then goes, I don't care. Yeah, you, but you can't do it anymore because the rest of the league will be like, we can't have that. The ladies are angry. This isn't AAA. Let's take a look out at the thong cam. Wah, wah, wee, wah. And the camera's underwater and the girls are playing volleyball. Well, I mean, we keep it down there a little while, cowboy. We're going to see some bush. <laughs> I want that broadcast. And everybody else does, too. You want a fun one. You don't want them to go in overboard. You know, you don't want to go, there's three and two count right there to Gonzalez. You know, I was fingering a hunter the other night, cowboy. It's like you don't want him to definitely go yeah. like crazy down the road. So give me a story. Give me something fun. Could maybe on the uh, internet or the uh, lower channel, you know, the streaming yeah. channel. Right. Brenneman was a solid pervert, though. I remember watching Diamondbacks games and he would sit up in the booth and the camera would hit a girl. There's a lucky fella. That's his way of saying, I'd f*** her. You mean he was a guy? He was a man. He was a man, but he was a good pervert. He was a quality broadcasting pervert. Now, that gentleman right there is having a good night, isn't he? Like, you would see this gorgeous woman and some dude sitting next to her with a couple. Now, that guy's got a couple of beers in his hand. He's got a lady on his side at the ballpark. But what he's saying is, I wish I was that guy because I'd be knee-deep in that one. Boy, oh, boy, what I wouldn't give to that young lady. That's essentially, and we all were like, good one, Tom. Thanks for, you kept it classy, and you told us what we needed to hear. Now a camera goes across a hot girl in the crowd. Brought to you by Chaz Roberts. I mean, they can't say anything. You have to do an ad for something. Man, man, look at the beach balls hanging off of that one. Can you imagine the bra cam? Show us your bra, ladies. <laughs> uh, maiden form brings you this next segment. It's bra time in the old ballpark. <laughs> Show us your beautiful maiden form CrossFit bras. Every wife of every ball player uses them. You should too. No exposure. Yeah, just women's bras. I bet you she's got one, and those are well supported, cowboy. What do you think those are? Double D's? They're up there. Those are. That's a brand new set. They're bumping into her clavicle. All right, let's get to baseball. I miss baseball being fun. I guess that's what I'm saying. It, but feel, it'll never be that I way. I feel again. like it's a business first. Not in this world. That's it, a great one, the, du- the doubles of the night. Oh. There goes another double. We get two more doubles, and we're going to throw the camera out there and find <laughs> the, the best double doubles game. in the crowd. There's a double right there. Wow. There's a lucky fella. He's double fisting it. And look at next to him a pair of double Ds. That's our doubles camera of the night. That couple gets themselves a free pair of tickets. I and mean, he gets a free pair every night, cowboy. <laughs> Yeah, I miss it. I and it would be fun if the Diamondbacks had balls. They'd go ahead and say, "All right, Holmberg and Brady, if you guys want to go up there and call this game, internet style, go nuts, no cussing." Like we can do that. That's what uh, was pretty amazing about that bowl game that I went down to Arizona Barstool Sports. Yeah, they called their. Yeah, Barstool on, on a YouTube channel, I believe. Yeah, Barstool is the platform, is and they did it incredibly successful style. for a reason because it's speaking the language of the, the common person. It would be great if Tom Brenneman didn't want to get in trouble. Say, All right, let's throw it down to the drunk guy and just have a drunk correspondent. All right, drunk, like a morning show. All right, drunk oh, guy, where are you at? Hey, Tommy, I'm out here at the uh, woo. I'm at the pool. At, uh, this, well, this is ridiculous. There's a lot of biggins here tonight, Tommy. That's right. We got to take it away from drunk guy before he says something that gets us all fired. For adults. But they're going to have Pride Night in that pool. I guarantee you. And for some reason... They we, haven't yet? Well, they will. They're, and that's fine. You should. That's a good yeah. thing. But you should also have Hetero Night 
take a look at these beautiful cans in the pool thing. But you can't do that. You can celebrate everybody else banging each other except for uh, hot women and hot fellas. That's like off limits to the people's eyes. Nobody wants to see great looking women bouncing around in bikinis on hetero night in the pool. That would be like a that would be a catastrophe, a PR nightmare. The the league would shut it down, and, but, but you can have you know gay bear night out in the pool. Are you going to double night? Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, next week is bat night. <laughs> right, and it's a dudes with a bunch of big sticks. Yeah, everybody in the pool tonight had the requirement of a nine incher. Hey, cowboy! Look at the bulge on that. Cowboy, one. it's nine inch night. If you've got a nine inch bat hanging off of your body, you get free tickets to the game coming up on June twelfth against the Dodgers. If you're brave enough to get her out and measure it, and we're brave enough to give you tickets to put you in the pool, because that's what we do. And then it would be a hilarious promotion. All right, Cowboy, it's June 12th. And you'll notice you and I are nowhere near the pool tonight because the requirement we could not meet. Everybody you see in the pool tonight has a nine-inch dick. <laughs> it's nine-inch or better. And foot-long hot dogs on sale today at the ballpark. Foot-long night brought to you by Farmer John. Hot dog race. Fun at the old ballpark. Hilarious stuff. Baseball needs to be fun again. And bring Tom Brenneman back. He wasn't. He didn't. He was the straightest arrow in all of baseball. He goofed once. He said one bad word. We've all said a bad word. Bring Tommy back. No, nobody was hurt by it. I remember Brandon Lee was on the next morning with us. Channel Three's Brandon Lee, great dude. Uh, he was the broadcaster for Channel 3 for the longest time. He's doing a bunch of great work now with art, and he's got a podcast. He helps a lot of people with addiction. He's, he's a good person. But he came on and argued with us that it's bad for the entire gay culture. And I'm like, well, how fragile is the gay culture? How fragile are you that you hear a word you don't like and it cripples you to suicide? And like, you've got to stop saying that. You, you've got to stop saying to people, you're so weak you can't hear bad things. As a, as a group... You have to strengthen each other and say, look, we're strong enough to hear some of the worst language in the world, and there are people out there that are going to use it against us. We have to strengthen against it. And you don't just fire it and, and wish it away. It's, it's a real thing. And Brandon, actually, we talked about that later, and he said that. He said, yeah, it, is, it does. We, his point was valid, too, which was a kid who might be on the fence and not know how to tell his parents he's gay wants to play baseball and sees he's not welcome there because – you know, the representation of the game saying the homo F word, and you're like, well, I'm, I can't do that. I can't risk being part of that. So I get, again, two, two, in, two separate thoughts can live at the same time in your head. But there's a medium in there somewhere. Bring Tom Brenneman back. What he did was bad. He's paid his price. The guy shouldn't be calling Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati baseball. He's too good. Or a game from the DR games, yeah. Yeah. from the basement the, of From the house. basement of Cincinnati, he's calling... P, uh, Puerto Rico Winter League Baseball because he loves baseball. Hola, amigos. It's baseball on Tom Brenneman's Basement Channel. God damn it. On the end, Frank of baseball, I'm hiding in an attic calling a game quietly. No one can hear me. But I'd love for Tommy to come back. He deserves it. Everybody deserves that uh, second run. If he goofs again, that's it. He knows. But baseball doesn't have any fun people. I love Brenly. I love Bob Brenly. He's got a straight arrow sitting next to him with Berthume, and Brenly sometimes says stuff. And he said that thing about Marcus Stroman a couple years ago when he was wearing a do-rag. Yeah. And he's wearing a Mets uniform. And he goes, can you imagine Tom Seaver in a do-rag? That was it. 
and he got you know he hates black culture. He's never liked black. The guy's been around baseball for fifty years. He's never once had a problem. He says one thing about a do rag because it's a fashion choice I that he thought was stupid. I couldn't pull it off. Right, he was but he was basically saying classy guys like Tom Seaver wouldn't do this, and he's right. Do rags sometimes look stupid on people. By the way, not every do rag looks good. The same way every halter top looks good on every woman. Just a fact. Strowman looked like an idiot with that thing on his head. He doesn't have to. You don't have to like what he's wearing. Steve Stone's one of the few that actually still speaks his mind, though. Yeah, too. Stoner's pretty good, and he's ninety, so yeah. it'll eventually. Catch oh, him. I know. I eventually, know. he'll say something. They're like, "We got to get him out of here." You can't fire Steve Stone. It's a PR nightmare until he does something. You're yeah. like, well, we got to get rid of him. Well, what did he do? What, why did the Cubs fire him? Because he was uh, talking smack about them? Yeah. They got into a thing where... But it was true, wasn't it? What he was saying? Uh, look, whenever you say a, a team... It, well, that was the problem. Is the team started to say, we don't want the announcers to say we stink. Oh. And Dusty Baker threw but a it's fit hard and not kicked him off the plane. Out. And, yeah. Like, if they're stinking. Yeah. But he was critical. He was critical of management and everything else. And I'm like, we'll get him out of here. So they they, they were pushing him out. Of anyway, baseball's back. Make it fun again. Get drunk and call a game. They should have drunk and the, they should have Harry Carey night. As much as they celebrate him, they should have Harry Carey night every. They should have a drinking game in the broadcast booth, where you're like, all right, it's Harry Carey night. So every time somebody gets a double, we got to down a beer. And, you know, maybe it's a hitter's festival. Maybe nothing happens, but it's exciting for the fans to go, oh, my God, the broadcast team might get drunk tonight if the if the guys start knocking around the ballpark. Just Rating like through your, the mood. Just like your uh, Chick-fil-A promotion in the Suns game. Greatest thing I've if ever seen. If you had a, a, a double, it was um, half-price beer on a double. After every double. Yeah. Until the inning's out. You want a person watch, to get a dinner. You'd watch the entire crowd sure flood up and buy a beer. You're absolutely right. We should be running PR for every team in this city. Twink night in the pool, nine-inch dick night. I mean, what are these people waiting for? What's the holdup? They have a meeting every year about that. <laughs> nine-inch dick night? To, to, I don't think so. Promotions <laughs> to do with their oh, yeah. sponsors. And I think if nine-inch dick night came up, you'd have a whole room of people going, all right, Brady's not allowed in these meetings anymore. Okay, Farmer John's. Here's the yeah, idea. Farmer John does big hot dogs. Let's say you prove you're packing nine. You get a free wiener. It's nine-inch night. Yeah. Let's go to the chocolate LeBaron yeah. video cam up there. <laughs> Show us your dick pics. <laughs> it's beyond the bun night. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, they got a guy. I saw this in the news last night. Listen to the numbers in this. It makes me want to do it. A dude got arrested uh, in Massachusetts for a romance uh, inheritance scheme uh, on the Internet. He scammed two people in Arizona and one in California um, of $190,000. Now, then they get into these numbers. The second victim in Flagstaff was introduced to the friend's girlfriend uh, who claimed that uh, her parents died in Ghana and left gold bars valued at $10 million, uh, which isn't true. Between 2015 and 2022, a 68-year-old victim sent $5 million to this person. Over a seven-year period, so from 61 to 68 years of age, they, they forked out $5 million with the promise that this $10 million was coming their way. Somebody who had $5 million that was smart enough to get to $5 million in life was so like susceptible to love that they parted with $5 million for the hopes that this person would love them. It had nothing to do with the gold bars. They thought they had. They thought they were basically 
doing what they could for the the, the two payments totaling 133000 to business accounts is where they got the guy named Ibrahim. Uh, and a third victim from California hit that same site for 37000 on the same day. Running $37,000 checks, 133000 from two checks on the other one. Another person gave up uh, over $550,000 over a few years. Um, when they started to go to the account, then they started to be like, wait, this isn't just straight up you know, borrowing. We're, now we're wiring right into an account. So they started to monitor the account. And they found the guy. And it was all with this promise of love. And that was, and it is, I guess it's just one of those things where you just you go, one of, the, one of them was 57 years old, a 57-year-old man that thought he was talking to his girlfriend. And uh, he had fired over uh, 500 grand, not all at once, but yeah, 500,000 over a period of time. Wow. 58 years old. Now, most of the time you think of this, it's the flag lady up there. That's what I was just going to say. Know, the flag lady's at it again. Huh? Cutting holes in books and sending books through the mail to some fake guy in Texas. But this is this is like I'm waiting for mine. I've been writing checks for five <laughs> right. years now. And just, it's time to check in on your lonely friends, and not that's, not just for mental health, but just go. Hey, you seeing anybody? You talking to anybody online? Your parents? You're, you're single. My mom's single. Hopefully, my sister's on top of that because they're staying together. But my mom's not internet savvy enough. She could be writing checks. But I'll tell you right like- now, if somebody pretended to be from Fox News and told my mom, you know, secrets here and there. And then ask for a couple bucks. I think she'd start sending. I get Bill Hemmer to call her. If you got Bill Hemmer to call my mom and say, you need to donate to this to stop the influx of, uh, of Central Americans, my mother would hand money to that. If you convinced her you could that somehow or another donating to this, and if Bill Hemmer from Fox News or something is emailing my mom personal and said something to her about, you know, these Central Americans, this flood of... Uh, Immigrants is killing our nation. My mom would be blind now. She's just typing back, you're 100% right. The nation's collapsing because of this. Because that's what she thinks is happening. And he said, you know, if the average citizen gave $25,000, we could stop it in a month. Is that right? Yeah. It wouldn't take much. Gosh, Bill Hemmer of Fox News, this seems reasonable. I think my mom would do it. I think she would. My mom gets mad when, like, she gets mad when busboys aren't Mexican. Like that's what she understands is normal. Like you go to a restaurant and some busboy comes over and he looks a little bit not Mexican. Well, you know, he got here illegally. Why do you know that? Well, he's not Mexican. What is he? <laughs> Colombian or something. Probably got an ass full of cocaine. Mom, just enjoy the chicken. He's not white. He's just not white. Well, it isn't white. Like she accepts Mexican busboys. If she sees a little bit like of an Afro and they're like, not quite Mexican, they might be uh, Haitian, Dominican, Cuban. Posers. Some, mm. They're okay? Or no, they're not Central okay Americans are not okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's one she's mad at now. Oh, Because okay. Fox has told her it's not Mexicans but, anymore. It's yeah, Central America. Yeah, line them and say, who's from yeah. Central America? She's Which was, eyeballing them, though. She thinks she's guessing. She thinks I'm she like, can guess. You don't know. He could be Mexican. <laughs> I don't think he is. He's got curly hair. When was the last time we saw Mexican with curly hair? They all have that Aztec haircut. All right, Mom, just enjoy the chicken. <laughs> Look for the straight across. Yeah, <laughs> just enjoy the goddamn chicken. She's not wrong. I don't know what that haircut is. The Mexican, she might have Those something. Mexican boys love that Aztec haircut. I, it looks funny to me, but whatever. I don't know what it is. I see him and I look and I'm like, God, you look like you're in that Mel Gibson movie where nobody spoke the language. That weird straight across t- high on yeah. their forehead. They look like, you know, all the drawings. Apocalypto. on Apocalypto. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They look like cave drawing people. Like they got a little line on it. And that's, I think that's how she thinks she can tell apart a Mexican from a non, especially if they got curly hair. But, you know, yeah, just enjoy the chicken. Enjoy your meal. Who cares who the busboys are? He's here. 
Well, they're just wrecking our country. No, he's not. He's bringing us water. He's doing a great job. They, how much? We, we've, we're getting all the chips. It never once has this bowl been empty. That kid's been out on top of things. Be grateful because none of uh, your white kid friends are doing it. And evidently the Mexicans are out on this thing. It's all Central Americans now. I'm fine with it. But, yeah, she's up. I think my mom, I, maybe I'll give her a call. Thing. You're not talking to anybody online, are you? Why? Just don't. Just take it, take it away. But now you're talking about people in their 50s desperate for love. Isn't that the saddest part in this weird of, uh, world that we're not connecting properly? And 58-year-olds used to do it the old-fashioned way. And it's all kind of passed them by. And so they don't know how to connect. And they're, e- they're targets, man. They're easy targets. People in their late 50s, 60s, 70s are trying as hard as they can to be relevant online and hungry for some affection and companionship. And the next thing you know, you're writing checks for 133 grand. <laughs> Say, this guy loves me. But it was dudes this time, which that's a $5 million. I mean, that's a lifetime of incredible work to have $5 million expendable dollars go out the door over seven years. For the hopes of 10, it's not a good investment. Most people with $5 million will tell you five for 10 with your fingers crossed is a bad idea and no receipts. So check in on your, check in on your dad today, Brett. Uh, He's one, uh, Kirk would be one of the guys that I'd be like, you're on the internet sometimes, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking to? He'd fall for it, wouldn't he? Uh, not so much now, but a couple of years ago, yeah. No yeah, kidding? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's like it's one of those things you see you see your spam mail and stuff like that, and yeah. like everybody's sending these emails out. Like, you know, I I don't know how many times I've won the uh, North African oh, uh, lottery every and, time. Uh, yeah. Send them five grand, Lucky. and they'll send me my ten million. You yeah. know, and it's weird. Yeah, and I I think those are the ones that are extreme. They're going for the easiest of targets. Yeah. But if your dad was promised like love and sent pictures of a beautiful woman, it's it does it seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't live here. Say you're, you know, even if you're I think, on I think, an he, app. I, I think your dad, as smart as yeah, he is, I don't know. I might, mean, might be like, you know what? This is a and plus he doesn't want some broad hanging around the house. So it's the best relationship he can have. That's what I tell him. Just get a whore. <laughs> just, it, just that's rent. the key. Just rent. Don't you're, buy. Just rent. But I, I, I think it's time to ask your uh, older family members. Are you online and you're talking? Are you talking to anybody? If you sent a check to anyone, just check. And if they're offended by, it, like, oh my God, look good. You gotta. You got a person who gets it. But if you're a little bit, well, I'm a little worried. I think if my dad wasn't with his uh, lady, he'd, he'd definitely, he's a, he'd, he'd be a prime candidate. He, he's got some cash in his hand. He'd be like, his lady needed my help. And I'm like, what'd you do? I spent, I sent her a hundred thousand dollars. What? <laughs> well, you know, she sent me pictures of her cans and we've had, I don't want her in the house. So we have this online relationship. I'm like, yeah, but you what did she send you? She's uh, waiting for her inheritance. I'm like, Dad, I'm taking the computer away. We used to worry about taking the keys away from our, our parents. Yeah. Now it's the computer. It's a lot easier because, you know, and before that, the person would have to come and uh, take care of them or actually do stuff. Right. And then, then they, they grifted, grifted right. out. Now they don't even have to be in their house. Nope. The caretaker used to steal all their stuff. Now there's nobody there. The person wiping their ass, they ain't even concerned about them. But, yeah, as fast as things are moving and stuff like that, the irrelevance of the... Uh, even 40-year-olds at a certain point. But desperation for affection and love in this day and age with the gap of how to find it being so huge, it's just ripe for grifters. Because older guys who are single going to bars, it doesn't work that way anymore. 
And so and, they got to go online so and figure it out. Because if they go online and say they're on a couple of the apps, mm-hmm. dating apps, oh. and you get just that spam mail, it looks like a dating app. Boop, put on. You don't respond know. to yep. it. And then next thing you know, you got some lady who's just love bombing you, and you're like, "Wow, I have still got it." Because the biggest fear of somebody older is that they don't have the ability to attract anyone. You can't go fishing. I'm not catching any fish. But when you got one just going, "Oh, I love bomb you," I, I've been waiting my whole life for you, and you're like, "This is why I got online. This is easy." That's why I say, "Why buy rent?" <laughs> when you're that right. age, it's time to have a talk with your dad and your mom <laughs> about prostitution, right? It's the business that can never die. Right. That way your dad knows what he's getting. He's paying for it. She doesn't have to stay and get the hell out she when you're done. She gets out. She's not going to be your mom anytime right. soon, which is the critically weird moment when your 70-year-old dad says, this is your new mom. I've had that happen At the twice. end of the day, it's cheaper. I've had it happen. You can go out, uh, you know, and do stuff without any strings attached. Yeah. Right. That's what... You know what's crazy? My, uh, my dad, when he was 72, married a, a woman. I like her. She's a nice lady, Shauna. Uh, but he married uh, another lady. And so they'd come to the house sometimes and do stuff. And as a as a man in his late 40s, I figured I'd be over this, but you're not. You turn back into a teenage boy when she's talking to friends of mine, and they don't know. And then those same friends came over and said, we were talking to your mom. And I go, that's not my mom. Like I was 48 <laughs> years old. I yelled at somebody. And I like her. It wasn't that it was a, an insult. It was like, that's not my mother. My mother's an angel. It's some lady my dad has sex with. You take it back. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're an adult, aren't you? I turned right into a seventh grade boy. Get out of the house, you son of a bitch. And I looked at Sean. You're not my mother. Quit telling people you're my mom. I was 48. I didn't have the wherewithal or maturity to just go, well, they've made a mistake. Correct them later. No, I yelled at them immediately. That's not my mom. How dare you? Like, whoa, 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 sorry. That lady we were talking to said they live in Texas now. That's all I was going to say. Like, I want everybody out. Steeler game's canceled. But yeah, I had that. It's you, that never goes away. Your 70-year-old dad married someone new, and God forbid someone thinks that's your mom. You'll say it. That is not my mother, you son of a bitch. And if my mom had some guy in her life, and people like, your father's a very nice... It's not my dad. I'm not protecting either of them. I'm protecting my fragile little teenager that lives inside me. <laughs> they got divorced when I was in my 30s. I, honestly, somewhat unaffected. Like, when your parents get, you've done it, your parents get divorced. Several in your 30s. times. Yeah, yeah, your parents have been divorced multiple <laughs> times, which is still crazy. And after, like, you know, your 30s, you're like, well, do whatever makes you happy. That's I, what I tell them. I don't yeah. want to hear about it. Uh, yeah. This is between you guys. You guys do your thing. We're all adults. And it was it was sad, but it was like, eh, we're good. I think I actually kind of like when old people get divorced. I think it's one of those things, like, you're hanging on for no reason at all. There's... They hate each other. They, they, they're just there out of habit at a certain point. You can see them just looking at each other like, ugh. And then they have those nice tender moments because they realize we're stuck. Like It's like being a hostage. It's like I just I have to stay with you. It's too, it's too big a hassle to try to get out of this thing. But I like when old people are like, that's it. I'd rather be alone than with you another day. It's beautiful, really, when you think about it. Well, it's, I mean... You know, I look at my parents, I'm like, man, there's, you know, if anyone was a a match, that it's hard to argue that, okay, there's, I know they they have their They hate each other. A, it's been tough for the last couple of years sure. for them just because. He didn't want to be around anymore, right. Side but of it. Beyond that. But your mom, is, uh, but from an outsider's perspective, 
Your mom loves letting your dad know he hasn't had a heart on since the Clinton administration. Like that, she's the one who told the tale and on it, the radio. And it draws them closer together Does for it? some reason. I don't know. Does it? No. I don't think so. I think it's just he just to- he's learned a way to tolerate. That's what you end up doing. You end up learning how to tolerate that person that's always in your house. And there's something to be said for that that sure. you figured out because anyone that thinks that uh, a marriage isn't a work or something. That, sure. You know, it's like anything. It's a relationship. You're but it isn't. Constantly- your dad has figured out a way to make it not work. Like, not, like it, it isn't an effort. Like, he's just like, whatever. Like, and that's yeah. the thing you have to learn. And some people, whatever. you know, yeah. most people are like, I couldn't do that's that. That's why I find it beautiful when old people go, that's enough. That's enough. I can't take another day of this. 50 years was... Pl- we had a nice run. It was... Marriage was never designed to go past 20. Ever. It's... I, I Ever. say that yeah. is like you're... It's, it's crazy. You spend your whole life... It's a gift. You spend your whole life up to marriage trying not to be with people. You know? You, you shared a room with your brother. You couldn't wait to get your own room. You, you share a house with your parents. You couldn't wait to get your own place. It's like all... And then all of a sudden, you got to share sheets with somebody, and you're constantly in a wrestling match at night with the same bed sheets. I want my own bed. It, it, it's weird. But after 20 years, you start looking at that person like, that's the shelf life of a human relationship. It's 20 we're pushing it at this point. I don't want to do this. We have to come up with a new plan. <laughs> Marriage used to be you get married at nine. You, you That's have, why they say, you know. <laughs> you died you when know. you were 27. It was perfect. Those people that lived to be 60 and their wives died in their fifth childbirth or whatever and they were 25 and they never remarried again. It's like, yeah, that's it. That's all you get. You get the one shot. We changed all that. I look. It's a beautiful thing that they stay together, but I also think it's quite beautiful when they're like, that's enough. But also, you know how, I mean, the years as uh, you get older seem like they go quicker and quicker. Sure. Well, they and do for us. Yeah, and, and then you start yeah. realizing. That's what I'm saying. You start so realizing. You're like, oh, we've been married for 25 years right. or whatever. And you're looking like, is this it? My dick doesn't work anymore. <laughs> you all right with that? I've been fine with that for years. In fact, I'm the one poisoning it. Oh, I see. But so you got to worry about that because people just want companionship. So that internet is just five million bucks. I don't know what your parents have, but if some dude with millions is capable of going, here's a few million there, and here's especially men trying to impress a lady, and they realize they don't have the looks, stamina, agility, athleticism, all the stuff they use. Their their dicks don't work like they used to. They got to impress them somehow. Cash. If I can start sending her money, she'll know I'm successful. Chicks like that. It's like my penis is like a like a strange noodle that's not quite done yet. And I don't think she's going to want this. I've got big bags under my eyes. I can <laughs> barely lift my left arm. I better start impressing her with other stuff, and it would be money. So ask your dad or your mom today. Are you on the internet giving money to anybody? Just ask. I know my dad's not. <laughs> yeah, and that's the good thing. He's way past internet anything. Your dad would be grifted by a, a guy out in the front yard. That's different. Some guys, you know, you get get you $10 million, you give it to your grandkids. And then he starts pulling on the heartstrings of how he could be the hero on his way out the door. Now they have to actually be invited into the apartment in order for the grifting. See, yeah. Because that's another thing. He gets out on one or two. There's two times feeding times he gets out of the unit and then he gets back in. Well, they build fences around old folks' homes to keep out the grifters because they're, man, that is... A susceptible group of injured uh, little gazelles. And the lions are marching around outside. If they even leave the gates, we're going after them. Why do you think there's always like five old folks' homes somewhere near casinos? Talking Stick is just retirement facilities. They're going up all over. Oh, they're everywhere. But the bus, 
Yeah, oh, that's right. They run the over. To, they run over to that retirement thing. Go. We can bus you in every Wednesday. We'll pay for it. Like the residents would love this. Oh yeah, They're, those buses leave every thirty minutes from the Cougar and bus lines. They go to Safeway right every third, fourth day. They, they get the talking stick bus is every fifteen minutes. It's <laughs> it's constant. They love stealing old people money. So just keep an eye on your old folks today and ask them if they're, especially your lonely ones. If dad's been living alone for a while and he doesn't have a dog or anything, you got to get on that. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there as we talk about our parents giving all of our inheritance? We're kidding. Away? Time for a wake-up song. And, uh, well, this weekend it is going to be brutal up north from what I hear with all the snow coming Crazy. in. So uh, now it's time to head on up there. Head over to Action Ride Shop. Before you do that, though, get the uh, gear you need and the advice you need. And if you don't want to go up north, the hell, hit the trails around here. They got all the mountain bikes, everything in stock for you. You can rent, you can buy, whatever you need. Action Ride Shop's got it. ActionRideShop.com. I am a uh, supporter of the e-bike. Why go backwards when you can go forwards? The e-bikes are amazing. But if you're a true enthusiast of mountain biking, they have their hardtail mountain bikes on sale for 10% off now. That's a good deal. Because hardtails are where the real fun rides are. Because there's a lot of bouncing. They're watch, interesting. Watch your balls. Yes. That'll tell you. He rode my hardtail once and it pushed his balls into his chest. You need One. good equipment on the skiing, too. Uh, because uh, there's that guy that, uh, I didn't see the video, but uh, a wild boar attacked a guy on a snowboard running across no the kidding? Uh, slope. And he <laughs> used his board to fight him off and then went after it. He clipped skier. out of the board to hit him? Or he had it off at the time? Yeah. he. Oh. The, I think the... Either the boar he wiped out, and then he used the boar to wow. fend off the boar. Wow, that's crazy. So it was trying to kill him. It wasn't just running by. Yeah, it was uh, going after him. I'm like, maybe it was a rabbit, or was he just... <laughs> You're the one who I saw the like video. I don't know. No, I didn't. I, I said I haven't seen oh, the video. I, I just heard about oh, someone right, talking about it. Dig that one up. That's a good one. All right, what do you got? Uh, on the um, list, we got Hell Yeah, Mastodon, Faith No More, Pantera, <laughs> Snot, Slipknot, and we missed Ministry Terror. We missed uh, Akara Takasaka, whatever his name is, Takasak. birthday, yeah. Akira Takasaka. From, from Roudness. That's right. We missed that birthday the other day. Akira Takasaka. Yeah, so we from- should... Japanese. Do you remember how metal band old he was? Uh, let me see here. Well, it's hard because they don't age. They don't age at all. Akira Takasak looks exactly the same as he did when Roudness was popular. I know. Well, I guess the word popular is debatable. Uh, he was born in '61, so you do the math. '63, '62. Man, yeah. really? Yeah. Damn. Roudness. Well, we got to do crazy. Got to do Roudness. Got to do a little loudness. <laughs> From the album Thunder in the East. 1985. Lito's already on it. Oh, he popped it in. Staring <laughs> He's right been at here it. too. He's the one who sent. Oh, no, you sent the thing, and then I sent like, it. Yeah, we'll fix this tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> Crazy Nights, which is, if you don't know, a Japanese band in the 80s trying to capitalize on hair metal, and they showed up, and somebody gave them the song "Loudness," which is just or uh, the band, the name "Loudness," uh, which is they can't even say the name of their own band. I remember in college Loudness. going to a friend's room and he's going through his albums you know to put stuff up and that came out there i'm like what is this yeah. and crazy nights another r in the title of the song and you can hear it they're struggling with the r's and the l's and it's still <laughs> great something about it. so happy birthday akira takasak we'll do it 63 we should bring them in for a youth fest oh man we should have larry put them on at noon you know or actually at dawn to symbolize the rising sun. Welcome to Rowdy. I like that. I like that idea. 
Uh, it's loudness. It's crazy nights. Uh, happy birthday, Akira Takasak. It's 98. 7 a.m. Oh. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And uh, I want to say thanks to the guys at uh, Ranch House Grill. They dropped off a bunch of breakfast for us. We just enjoyed ourselves. Nice day. Now I need a nap. A long, <laughs> long nap. You can get that KUPD hangover breakfast for a few more days all the way through February. If you want to head on over there, three eggs, two sausages, two bacon, half a ham steak. I didn't even know that was a real thing. I thought that was a cartoon-like order. When yeah. you get it, it looks like uh, Dr. Seuss, green eggs and ham. And that's that right. Beautiful ham Calm steak down, over there. Calm down. I'm in the middle of something. John, it's getting hard. Yeah, I got to tell you. <laughs> Half a ham steak, hash browns, plus choice of toast, pancakes, or biscuits and gravy, and a defibrillator that comes with it. It's an amazing breakfast. Ranch House Grills, KUPD hangover breakfast. You don't even need to be hungover to drink, uh, eat it, but it helps. You broke something there. Oh, it's time now for uh, us to get into the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. And the Cactus League is here. We talked about it. Baseball is back. Love the baseball. Just got to get got to get my mind straight about it never being fun like I knew it. But again, that's no country for old men. It, it, I'm the same, and baseball's different. And I feel like it's worse, and maybe it isn't. Maybe for another generation, this is what they know. I just know that I guarantee you that the next generation of baseball fans would have loved my way. I want to be able to just pat some kid on the, you know, you love baseball and that's great. But in my day, everybody used to be drunk who talked about it and it was hilarious. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a guy named Harry Carey that would get plastered by the fourth inning. All sorts of crazy stuff happened. He sounds great. That's right. Enjoy analytics, Quan Lee, <laughs> Shin C. Because you got to be Asian to love this stuff. Nobody can keep up with these numbers. Uh, but for fans of the Cactus League, it doesn't get better right now. The sunshine, the crack of a bat, just sounds like good times. And spring training that starts today uh, will get you all ready to go. And then after a long day in the sun, you can go over to Hooters and grab a drink. I think the Hooters right there by uh, Talking Stick and over there in the pavilions. Is it still there? I think that no. one's, isn't that one's gone? Yeah, I think that one's gone. No. Well, then go to the one in Mesa for crying That's out loud. Right. They got you. I'm going to free. Bring your same-day ticket stub into the Hooters near you. Or an e-ticket and get $10 off if you spend 25 or more. How about that? Head to Hooters. They'll take care of you this spring for spring training. Beautiful. Thanks, Hooters. Brady reported. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. Happy National Bartender Day. Excuse me. World Bartender Day. And National Trading Card Day. Sorry, I got a little ranch house regurge going. I, I understand. A little too fast. A couple of baseless fun facts. People have been metal detecting since 1881. Wow. When Alexander Graham Bell invented a device that found a bullet lodged in President James A. Garfield. What's this then? Yeah. The guy yeah. <laughs> get metal detected right out of his back. Watch this, head. Didn't die from the bullet wound. Died from the filthy, dirty hands of people digging it out of him. Andrew Graham Bell's dirty fingers, yeah. yeah, yeah, evidently. People at that train station immediately put their fingers in the wound to try to dig out those. Man, that was a tough group of people. Get it out of me. By any means necessary. You with your finger in your bottom. Come over here and help. And like five months later, the dude had all sorts of infections and diseases from people digging in the hole. The finger and then uh, cleaned it up with the poop rag. Yeah, they had the family rag. The blood off. 
<laughs> Here, use the family cloth. I keep it in my front pocket. For said emergencies. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Oof. Turtles were called the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles when they debuted in England in the 80s. Because Ninja had violent connotations. The whole cartoon was violent. The connotations of violence Chuck Staffs. weren't connotations. It was actual violence. And also, it was a cartoon. You can erase it. It's not a threat. Under the 12th Amendment, if a presidential candidate and their vice president are from the same state, the state isn't allowed to cast electoral votes oh. for both of them. It's left over from when presidents and vice presidents were elected separately. Separately, yeah. They don't do that anymore. Real quick, though, just let you know, we did a great thing with those um, turtles and stand by our decision to not make it violent. We've never had one turtle attack in all of England, so I guess it worked out, didn't it, John? How many turtle attacks have you had with your violent turtles? Probably hundreds. Probably a turtle shot up a school or something with your gun laws. We've decided not to have violence, ever. We show you the violent cartoon, give it a special name, no one knows the difference. You're just saying everybody's dumb. It's a violent cartoon. with You can call it Flowers and Sunshine with Turtles, and they start fighting. It's violence. It doesn't matter what you call it. A rose by any other name, Brady. I learned that from the English, too. In a new poll, 36% of the people say they've taken an extended break from social media because it was having a negative effect. Oh, yeah. 55% said they have not, and 10% aren't sure. I'm not even taking a break from it. It's having a negative effect. I get emails again and text people, and it'll win my 1000 bucks. This fake account of mine is giving out money like crazy. And I'm, it's just disappointing people left and right when I tell them it ain't real. When broken down by demographics, the most likely to take extended breaks are liberal millennial men living out west. The least likely to take breaks from social media, conservative boomer women living in the Midwest. Karen's. I was going to say. Of all the subcategories. Cucks, cucks are affected by it by making their pee-pee sad. Yeah. And Karens are empowered by it by making their haircuts powerful. Is your mom uh, No, she got to keep her up. Media? She's not a Karen. Okay. She's like a, a ninja, like mental ninja. She just like gets mad at stuff <laughs> TV tells her to be mad at. And it's not like my mom. My mom's a sweet lady. Yeah. But you get Someone her off else? on one of those Fox topics and you can see her eyes change. Of the subcategories, those 65 and older were by far the least likely to step away from social media. Yeah. 75% of them say they've never taken a break. <laughs> Maybe they don't feel like it's too much of a problem. Well, it's because they're 65 and they've never been heard. They've never had the opportunity to scream their stupid opinions. They were back in the mix. Yeah. Now they're in it. They're relevant again. When asked if social media has more of a positive or negative effect on your mental health, more than 40% of adults... 18 to 44 said it was positive. It's not. They're lying. 12% of those 65 and older said it was positive. 2% said very positive. Um, older folks may have more time to burn on social media. Yeah. And m many probably use it to keep in touch with families. and It's heroin. Yeah. Old, that was the thing that they did that study on 60 Minutes and found that the endorphin rush from people over the age of 45 from uh, likes and thumbs-ups and was like a heroin thing, and people under 20 didn't have it. It wasn't a rush for them. It was normal. For 45-year-olds, affirmation from strangers is drugs. So if you can get... The, the, how many people that you see will post something and it gets no response and they take it down? 
and they'll post something else, and then they get a bunch of likes, or they'll get, oh, I got 100 comments on that. People loved what I had to say. It's like nobody really, like it's self-importance. Well, then, you know, but overall, like the the 20-year-olds, are, are, it's all about numbers. Yeah, but they don't they Well, don't if have they want to try to make a career of but it. But they don't that, have that, a visceral reaction to the thumbs up. They actually monitored people. 20-year-olds didn't have like an endorphin blast. They didn't have yeah, anything happen chemically in their body. They stayed the same with a thumbs up. Uh, older people, on just a comment, like, this is wrong, the Kardashians suck, bleep, 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 their bodies reacted by feeding them adrenaline and endorphins, and they and that's why they can't get enough of it. That's why it's so easy for, like, a 20-something-year-old to go, oh, my uncle has Facebook, I'm doing TikTok now. They're not, they're not brand loyal. They'll leave it if it's not cool to them anymore. They're not addicted. But old people are addicted. They get weird about that stuff. I love that Reddit and Quora. If you go on Quora, and just it's just a comments page. That's it's there's, if somebody will bring up a topic, and then they everybody. I'm a 61 year old, and I remember when this country was. They just want to scream about how things suck now. It's it's funny as hell though. Nonstop laughs. A guy in Canada stole a puppy back in 2019. A nine week old bulldog named Tarzan. Thief was 20 years old at the time and agreed to meet up with a breeder to buy the puppy, but then he pulled a gun out, took off with the puppy. He eventually got caught when he landed in the hospital after accidentally shooting himself in the leg after the robbery happened. Good. He tried to convince the cops that he hurt it by falling, but it was obviously a gunshot wound. The bullet did break his leg. The judge recently dismissed the case. Because that guy was in the hospital and a cop slapped him silly. Oh, jeez. He was handcuffed to the hospital bed <laughs> and started arguing with the two cops um, stationed outside of his door. And then he and one of the cops started jawing at each other and he insulted, insulted the cop's looks. Oh, that'll do it. The cop ended up backhanding him. Give him a fresh across the face three times. Then refused to let him talk to his lawyer. So the judge threw it out. Both cops are now being investigated for it. The puppy thief is a free man, but he did spend a year in jail and two years on house arrest. So combined uh, that with the self-inflicted gunshot wound and a slap. He paid a price. Yeah. Puppy is fine, by the way. His owner eventually got him back. Have a little bit better vetting process for your puppy sale than just bringing it to where the money is. Find out if the guy's a horrible human being and get the dog a good home. Surprised because it was a a Mountie too. It was in Canada. They're very. They're usually they got pretty gloves polite. too. Usually <laughs> just use the gloves. And, Dudley do right to yeah. make the noodle around. Take that now. <laughs> and now angry. it's time for some science news. Well, Hello, my right. friends. Professor Brady Bogan here with your science news. Well done, boys. NASA confirmed that a thousand-pound meteorite broke up over South Texas last Wednesday. Thousand pounds. Guess how big it was. Thousand pounds. <laughs> Did In I win? Size. I hope oh. so. It weighed a thousand pounds, but it was the size of a Welsh corgi. Oh, that's how dense it. That's pretty fat Welsh corgi. And as heavy as. That's pretty impressive. Four baby elephants. Um, You'd be a bad Jeopardy host. A thousand pounds. How big was it? I think you've already told me this. <laughs> you are truly giving the answers. What is a thousand pounds, Alex? 
No, you know what I meant. Uh, actually, I didn't. I didn't. Science. Six feet tall. How big was it? Um, six feet. I know one of the weight. Yeah, you didn't say the weight. I know one of the answers. When you say a thousand pounds, how big was it? You've already told me. Well, if I said. Prompted it. How tall was he? Yeah, that's different. A study found Earth's inner core has its own inner core. We've got like a nesting doll. Yeah, we're a big Russian nesting doll. It's a solid ball of iron and nickel that's uh, 400 miles across. I don't like that we're messing around with the center of the Earth. Leave it. We don't need to know what's in the middle. It's not a chocolatey center. It's not a gooey, creamy caramel. Let's just leave it alone. You start tapping it. What do you? What happens if you learn that every time you crack it, it, it like, st- like we just melt? Leave the center of the Earth alone. I don't mind you guessing. Let's not start finding it. Are you even curious about what's in the middle? Not at all. Me neither. This is like a C's candy box. I think King Kong lives in the middle. Uh, maybe, maybe, but guess what I'm not going to do? Leave him there. Disturb it. He seems happy down there. Why are we breaking him out? He doesn't want out. Let's not get him. But that's what viruses do. They infect the entire thing. What's in the middle of this thing? Nobody should want to know. Experts predict that around 39% of the time spent on housework and caring for loved ones could be automated by 2033. Cool. What do you mean caring for loved ones? You can have a computer do it? Robots and AI. They've been saying that since I was a kid. But they're talking for 10 years. And they said that. In 1984, you can pick a baby from a vending machine. Yeah, remember Blade Runner? They had the flying cars yep. in 2019. Well, we're a little past that. The flying car, we're all excited about electric cars that don't bump into each other. Come on. Flying cars, we're 100 years from flying cars. I, 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 they I'm won't let it happen. tired of being lied to about all the things in the future. We're 10 years away from never having to wipe your dad's ass. I, I, don't, I doubt it. Robots in your house? Rocky's kid had a robot. You're not going to put women three. behind right. flying cars, behind the wheel of flying cars? Yeah, but that's the key. They can keep the women out of it. They just have to sit in it. Now, a man developed a car that works. Right? The Earhart flying system that we would put in. <laughs> Rocky's, we were promised robots that could love you and bring you things in Rocky 3. Remember Polly and the robot yeah. were in love? I don't know what to do, Rocky. I got a thing for him. Hey, old Polly, you know that ain't a real person. I get up my back, but I jerk off to what I want to jerk off to. <laughs> but he was bringing drinks and kind of nagging Polly a little bit about how he smokes in the house. Like that. We were promised that in the mid 80s. That was 40 years ago. I still don't have a robot. The best we've gotten is that thing that vacuums poorly. <laughs> Roombas are average at best. I don't know what version they're on. It's like four generations. They're at ridiculously least expensive and they're still Roombas. Now their big thing is that they empty themselves out. Well, I still got to empty the thing you're emptying it in. Yeah, you got to have that landing station. Yeah. Where's the robot that wakes up and makes my bed? That's the thing I want. Archaeologists found a long wooden object in 1992 that they thought was a tool ancient Romans used for sewing. Dildo. Now, ancient Roman sex toy. They smelled it. Oh, oh, man. That's science. Had to go there. This is probably used to pound small nails into yeah. hands when they were crucifying bad people. Nope, that's not what it was. Smell it. Oh, my God, it's salmon and butterscotch. It's some weird penny scent. <laughs> this was a dildo. 2,000 years. <laughs> I bet you they went through weeks of not smelling it. You go ahead. Well, I would assume maybe it was like a weight for, for the parchment, and they would write and perhaps 
What is that? Do you guys smell that? Oh my god! Go get my gloves. This thing's a goddamn dildo. Let's check the mass spectrometer. Ugh. Oh, it smells like my wife on Thursdays after a tennis Aww. game. Come on, man. When she comes home from tennis, I can smell it. That's your science news. We should be wasting our time with these dildos. We should figure out how to make my wife's scent go away. (laughs) (laughs) Throw that away. Let's get something that gets inside women's bodies that makes that all stop. A new survey found 49% of single people worldwide have tried online dating. Here we go. That's the most popular way to find dates in 2023. Uh, though the dating apps and websites and social media, basically, people are saying now they're tired of online dating. They're yeah. hitting that Been point. tired for a long time. Yeah, it's definitely going to go back to the old way. But no one will be equipped for it. There has to be a happy medium between the dating part and meeting someone and not being afraid that you're going to get sued if you say, hey, you're pretty. Years after looking into this, the FDA heard from the uh, dairy farmers and it came out of Wisconsin. This senator wanted almond milk, uh, soy milk, and the oat milk not allowed to use milk in the title. <laughs> okay. FDA said they can use milk in there. So it's a huge blow to the. Are you trying to hypnotize me right now? This might be the most boring thing anyone's ever told me. Wow. Plants can be called milk. <laughs> you delivered Huge that. Huge case. You, d- you delivered that in a way that Thanks. was... Ben Stein. Uh, uh, check Ooh. your wallets. I think Brady might have just uh, stared Bueller. us in the eyes. And- Bueller. Almond milk. Goat milk. But good news in the dairy world. Oat milk. Brooklyn's Van Leeuwen ice cream. Get his wallet. The people behind the mac and cheese ice cream teamed up with the Idaho Potato Commission. <laughs> The people behind potatoes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you do, the I, think, I, think we're in, I think we're in danger right we're in now. Trouble. The malted milkshake and fries ice cream. Yeah, Pop Pop's reading about milkshakes, so it's going to get a little slow and <laughs> 12 sexy. 12 bucks a pint. Going to go to the malt shop later oh. today. Mac and cheese ice cream Available milkshake. online. All right. Calm Let's get down. to some radio videos. Those were your closing stories, Brady? Yeah. Closing hard. Yeah. <laughs> Thank well, God you're Friday. hard. Because you talked about milkshakes. <laughs> Fact. The rest of us are stiff because we're dead. That oat milk story could have been de- oh, de- deleted. <laughs> Trying to not call it they're milk. and almonds. Actually, yeah, no, it's not. It's, Stop with the joke. Here it's it comes. Jonestown in here. We're all laying down and Brady's rifling through our pockets. That was, the, uh, the, that was the lawyer's Don't, argument. Kool-Aid. It's like an almond can't lactate. He's just waiting. Why are you digging your heels in on this? I didn't. That's what a lawyer said that an yeah, almond can't lack it. Show me that. <laughs> yeah, I want to see a quote from a lawyer that says, Look almonds don't lactate. Look it up. Look it up. Correct. <laughs> the lawyers argued that almonds can't lactate, and that was the big beef. That, that's why they lost, because lawyer, that lawyer's an idiot. Uh, an almond doesn't lactate, I will confess. Infamously remarking, making a fool of him is what this story is doing. <laughs> he provided a truly horrible visual by infamously remarking that almonds don't lactate. Then was immediately dismissed as a lawyer 
and as a guy who's trying to make this not a thing. <laughs> Correct. Case in point here. Lawyers Your Honor. That. that was not what they argued. They were they were raped of their their standing as lawyers after that argument. What I said. Yeah, no, you, you didn't. question me whether or not I, he said that. I questioned that that was his that. argument. I didn't realize it was the infamously retarded argument of almonds can't lactate, which immediately got the case dismissed. God damn it, you got me talking about your almond milk story. It worked. Huge case. Let's get to the radio videos. That's just proof that all those healthy milks are dumb. <laughs> Told you. You want milk, you get it straight from the teat. Almonds don't have teats. Said the best lawyer ever, who's now not a lawyer anymore. Nobody he stayed in my house this weekend. Nobody ever had an <laughs> almond shake. I was out milking oats the other day. It's Dr. Tooth, the barrister that was in my home the last couple of weeks. <laughs> what do you got? It was his case. That's why, I yeah, that's why he's living with you. <laughs> this first one, it, I don't know if it's a spa, like they're getting pedicures or something. But anyway, the Just they're all Asian. lady's over mixing up some concoction, but it involved uh, a flame. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, you got science news going on there. But uh, she's, lit, she's lit something on fire while all these Asian men keep their feet up in the air. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm Oh, she's going to burst into flames. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Did you see how smooth that dude got his shirt off? Oh, that was impressive. And everything's still just... Man, oh, man. Yeah, they're getting... um. They're getting some petties. What's with the open flame at the spa? Special flaming petty. One, two, three, four, five. This is why I'm hot. I can't this see that, but does that say August 8th on it? This is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. Because if that's true, then it's the Enola Gay, uh, you know, pedicure spa. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm not seeing August 8th. I thought I saw that. Maybe my brain's just doing it. Up in the thing, under the thing, I thought that was a date. It's it's so dark on that screen up top, I can't see it. But I thought, right there. Yeah, no, that's the name of the account. What's the thing right under it? That doesn't have a date? Uh-uh. Oh. Man, that goes it's all the It's the name people. of the song that they're using in the, they spon- in the video. spontaneously combusted like the Jacksons. <laughs> Next one's uh, hard work dedication. When you're working out, lifting weights, maxing right. out, stay with it, no matter what happens. Girls. Big, is that a fella? That's a woman. Oh, and uh, oh, she deadlifts and oh, urinates. What's going on? She's peeing like crazy. Yeah. She needs ah, to work out. 21 she seconds. Kegelak exercises. How heavy is that? That's a. Uh, Don't guess. You can't see. I that's can't, a. Uh, it's over 45 pounds because that's the weight. That's the weight of the bar. It's 45 pounds. By the way, vaginas don't lactate, so that can't be called milk. That's, uh, yes, it is. It's taco milk. Oh, Jesus Christ. Take a laugh. That is two laps. That's a bunch of laps. You're Let's get to the next radio you're video, guys. Go to the bodega immediately. You're running the mile today. Check it. Jesus. That opens in 50 minutes, too. We're going to lose them in 50 minutes. Yeah, oh, yeah we got to get that together. Have you made your purchase yet? You haven't gone downstairs? The rest of us have. I, I want to watch Not Brady work after the his purchase. Oh, yeah. I want to watch Brady you work You have to go system. before nine because we yes. can I already know this. the price. Well, okay, you know the, you know the yeah, prices you know of things I bought. Do you know how to do it? Ring it up? 
There's no instructions. You, I There's want to watch you go down there. POS down there. Yeah, I, I want to watch you do that. Wait, how do you know the prices? I didn't know. Well, he doesn't know. He knows the prices of things I got. I know what he paid for his two items. I got M and M's and a Coke at the new bodega in our building, and it was eight dollars and twelve cents. Big bag M and M's. It's not a big bag. It's a. It's they changed the price gouging angle. It's double rectangle size. It isn't double. I think so. No, it's a big bag. Check the ounces. Same amount of M and M's are in there. Maybe eight more. And it's four fifty for that bag M and M's. It's a little heavy. Two fifty for a Coke. <laughs> I spent eight dollars and twelve cents for a bag of M and M's and a Coke. We got Cokes in the office. I know. I wanted to see what they priced it at. I was doing. Look, I'm basically. Consu- I'm helping you guys. I'm consumer <laughs> well, thank reporting. You. Helping us. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks, Gary Harper. Take You're it welcome. easy. Yeah, take it easy on the sodas. They're two fifty each. I don't want you guys. I want him having a heart attack. <laughs> I, I heard when you came up and said yeah. I paid. What'd you pay? Eight, twelve. Hey, 12 American. <laughs> and then I got an almond milk and Brady goes, you know. Oh, God. Here we go. That's not real milk. That's taco milk. I know. It's almond oh, milk. Oh, Brett. <laughs> he said back. it first. Yeah. Oh. Take a lap. No, he can call it back. <laughs> taco milk. Good one. Next radio video. Uh, I can't guarantee you this will happen tomorrow morning. Or t- during the day at the Arizona Wildlife World oh, Zoo. Zoo thing tomorrow. What's that? A polar bear. Said dad taking his daughter in to see a couple of lions. Got a male and a female. They got lions out there. And in- oh yeah, yeah, they do. I must have missed those the first time. Here you go. And there's a video of these people standing between a cage. Oh, he's gonna. He. They're sixty nine. It's oral. He jabs no, it's his, just, it's a his oral lion. Let's we go, know, honey. Right Let's into, go, honey. Oh, that's got to be a toothy one. It might happen tomorrow. Wait a second. I didn't. Do they do that? Big toothy. Well, yeah. Or he's just right humping there. her head because Gordon, my dog, humps Jackson. Yeah, he's probably no, just trying no, to but she didn't. Her face. She didn't open up for yeah. that. Oh no, Gordon will grab Jack's head and just go to town, <laughs> and he doesn't care. I don't know. Look yeah, at, it's look probably again. you know it could be. He's no, she's not real close to being toothy. Yeah, but she's not mouth open. Yeah, we can't see if the head the head's probably what a turned. Broke that lion's got though. That's smooth. I got new hips. I'm not that good. Right. And uh, well, he's not. He's keeping his back straight. Yep. Like he's never going to have all hips. Man. Some of the things we might see tomorrow. No sciatic issues. That's a good stroke. We Bastard. could learn a lot from that lion. Bastard. No sciatic. By the way, if you're going <laughs> to the uh, Wildlife World Zoo tomorrow, yeah, 10 a.m. Meet at Shipwreck Cove. They're going to okay. do a seal thing for just KUPD listeners. Seats will fill up fast. Get in there. 10 o'clock. <laughs> the seats are full. Didn't we give away all five? I thought the seats are all full. <laughs> no, that's a separate deal. That's the, well, Then we'll, I'll uh, take that 10. I'll take that VIP 10. Mm-hmm. We'll oh, do some behind-the-scenes things, and they'll learn so much. Shipwreck. From who? About animals. Shipwreck Cove. How many pirate jokes is Brady <laughs> oh, going to Oh, it's going to be never-ending. Army got, Hades. That's not minutes. how it is. <laughs> I got thirty minutes of time. I'll need your seal of approval. Yeah. Oh, oh man! Thanks oh, for coming out, yeah. folks. Get out. Get out. <laughs> get out. Let's get to the last Brady video. We got to the last Brady everything. Get out. <laughs> seal of approval. Hi, mateys. Welcome to Shipwreck Cove. It's gonna be a long day. <laughs> I'm. I'm your. Uh, I'm Gopher from the Love Boat. <laughs> We're going to see some gophers today, and maybe they'll do some dry humping. <laughs> Nothing dry here at Shipwreck oh. Cove, ladies and gentlemen. Seal. Oh. God. The last one's a swing set uh, accident. You got two adults on the swings and a little kid. It's very uh, 
the tension, the tense, tense of action here. The suspense. Wow. It's suspenseful, Brady? Yeah, suspenseful. Okay. I'll help you with the English. Oh, he's getting taken out. Oh, the kid's walking behind a slow motion swing that is... Taking as well. This is going to be an ex- clear. Oh, just missed him. But will he it's miss all again, over, folks? No. No, he's got to come back. Turns around. No. And double times it. And why is the motion. mom not doing a thing? Well, oh, now this it's is the kick. Fixing. Uh-oh. And Rareboard. release. Uh, nice. Not half as bad as I thought. Oh, it's not good. That's it's it. pretty good. That's, that's a pretty good hit. hit. That's a that's he targeting. got jacked up. Yeah. Kids are blind. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He got mossed. <laughs> All right, it was Cam Johnson on a swing. That was impressive. Thank you. Uh, Still not past the zoo jokes. Bring oh. us to the mild stuff. They might Brett. as well just have Dr. Rick from that insurance commercial follow Brady around tomorrow. See what you're doing. You're wrecking it for everybody. That was horrible. Let's turn yeah. around and try that again. Is he at my seal of approval? Every time I watch those commercials and that guy's washing his trash cans. What are you doing? Oh, I think it's Brady. <laughs> Never know. What do you mean with trash? <laughs> your name and numbers. You got your name, name and number, number on them? Your trash can. Can never be too safe. With Wait, trash? <laughs> I think of you every time I see those. The guy in the elevator. <laughs> oh, bonjour. bonjour. I'm like, that's Harry. Brady. Brady would do that. <laughs> I just want somebody to be like him when you get off. Yeah. That was horrible. It's Let's me. I'm Dr. Rickley. Right. That was horrible. We're doing this again. Let's do it again. We're doing that again. Get back on here. What are you talking about? She loved it. No. She's never going to wear that shirt again for fear that some weirdo is going to go, Bonjour. In the elevator. <laughs> see everybody's facing the other way? What are you doing? It, I think of you every time I see it. The lady that takes the snacks into the movies, I think of you. And I, I, it's ridiculous how much you fit those. And I just giggle the whole time going, I know that guy. Bonjour. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, hit it. All right, now I think uh, Brady titled this one. This one's, uh, can we get ours to go? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, this is, we're in a restaurant. It looks like a nice little uh, Brady, outdoor that, patio. That, this is actually yeah, out, see, that's a patio. Yeah, that's an outdoor patio. Up against the street. I hear something. <laughs> Bowling for patrons. Yeah, is everyone okay? Oh, well, he still has his phone. Yeah, in the I don't know what's going on. Pretty good. He held on to the. He's got a broken oh, something. Oh, yeah. That guy's not in good shape. People are starting to get up now and wander off to when the ambulances arrive. A broken oh, yeah, it's Wow. Missed that, one. that is not a good wreck. All right. That thing goes screaming yeah, into that Yeah, he's car. the only one left on the Is it a car? Oh, oh, yeah. car. Yeah. It's oh a car. my God. But so, th- some guy got hit. I mean, you can watch oh, it right yeah. over here. It looked like a oh. couple of them. Oh, he flew, too. Yeah, that one yeah. got up there. He flew that into the restaurant. Number four got up. 14, whatever numbers. All right. Wow. That's crazy. All right. Yuck. Thanks, Bert. To go. Uh, let's see. I knew it. <laughs> uh, There's another motorcycle. Uh, just being careful on the freeway. Oh, speed bump. Oh, he ran into the car in front of him and then bounced into the car in the next lane. Oh, that guy's over. He's okay, everybody. No, he's not. Oh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> and then they honk. And then they honk. Go away, asshole. Oh, my God. They're exchanging insurance cards right oh, now. Oh, my God. And, uh, oh, oh. That hurts. This, this, this one's just titled I Have No Words, and since I had to watch it, you oh, guys get no. to suffer, too. All right. No, no, no. Here no. we go. No. 
no, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, what is what's this? What is that? What? No! Oh, oh, it's a dude! <laughs> dude just pulled something out of his oh. butt. And then he had to put well, here, his butt just, back here, in. Let's just make it bigger here for you guys. Put his butt back in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he pulls the world's biggest oh. chest piece out of his ass, and he's in. What is that? Oh, you have to pat it. That's not real. Oh, it's real, all right. It's called Friday downtown. <laughs> that is. What is that? A pawn or a rook? What is it pulling out of there? That thing is humongous. Whoa. That's some special underwear he's got, too. Let me put, let me put this back in. Oh, he seems so okay with it. Hey, by the way. Look at the dong on that dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fair there point. You yeah, he's popular in his community. <laughs> oh. Look at that rosebud, Brady. <laughs> oh. Four horsemen, please come down. I'm with you. I'm not oh. biblical, but that can't happen fast oh, enough. Man. Where do you find that thing he pulled out of there? Is that designed wow. for that? Is that a piece of... Wow. It looks like a garden gnome that's unpainted. Special order. I'm guessing it's not on Amazon. Yeah. It looks like the first stages of a garden gnome before you put the features <laughs> yes. on them. Oh. No, it looks like the cast you put the garden gnome. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. And then yeah. you crack them out yeah, and he's inside yeah, of it. That's custom made. Oh. His butthole? Oh, it's been customized. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Remember that? You're struggling to find words for that swing thing? Is it? Spispens? Yeah. This one's full of that. Wow. That dude's b-hole is out, man. I didn't know we could do He's literally turned inside out. Whew. I don't know if you can punch that back in. I think he lives with that that way. Oh. Oh. And he, <laughs> he, he packs it. Uppercut. I mean, that's not going back in with a push. No, you're losing a hand. Oh, you're, you're going in. And that last pad is like, good boy. Did a good oh, job. Yeah. He's a lot rewarding of, his oh. Friday night on Roosevelt. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of nerve endings there, Brady. That little pat felt good. Oh. Felt better than shoving that Hyundai what? in there. What was he pulling out? Man. <laughs> Anywho. Thanks, Brett. <laughs> hey, if I had to suffer, so do you. <laughs> well, we didn't suffer nearly as much as that guy did oh, learning how to do that. Oof. When did you do that, Brett? <laughs> I mean, how old were you? Hey, if I had a crank like that, I wouldn't be pulling stuff out of my house. I was going to say, yeah, I got a right. dork the way that guy yeah. was hanging. It's like, what am I doing back here? Why do I have denim thong on? Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> well, I hope it was. Uh... <laughs> There's people who uh, pleasure themselves to that. That does not have my seal of approval. No. Oh, God. Go to commercials. I can't. Yeah. That was unho- I would have rather heard the taco juice. That was unholy. Oh. oh. <laughs> I should take a laugh. <laughs> there you go. Look, my stomach is. There's going to be some more Ranch House Grill available in a second. Because mine's coming uh. back. Uh, yeah, whatever. That was your Brady Report. Sorry. Holmberg's morning sickness. All right, Dave Williamson is here again. Tempe Improv. The man has not left for two weeks. Dave Williamson's been hanging around our town. He's at the uh, Improv just tonight. Just tonight, two just shows. Tonight. Yep, yep. I just flew in this morning, and I'm leaving tomorrow. So really? Literally one night. You just got here a few hours ago. I just came straight from the airport. No kidding. How about that? Very yeah. well done. Uh, Dave was here. Of course, you were here with Bert for the mullet shows. Feels uh, like yesterday. Because it was. <laughs> you were just here. Four nights we did the yeah. mullet arena, uh, and it was an event. Yeah. It, uh, Shane Gillis, 
uh, Mark Norman, Bert, me, and then even Big J came in the last night and uh, sold out all four nights. Um, so fun to be part of Bert's oh, tour, man. It's just He keeps figuring out new ways to make it fun and different. Yeah, it's awesome. Is there pressure on you at all? No, I got Mark Norman and Shane Gillis on the show with me. I just got to go out there and like basically Dude, entertain, and see it. Yeah. Like you know, it's, yeah, that's it's, pretty awesome. Because yeah, it would be. It just sounds like friends having a party and getting paid and running all over the world. That would be great. Totally. That it, the, it's more pressure for me because I like to uh, cook for the green room. So there was all these Super Bowl party, you know, uh, parties going on, the after parties after the shows. So I was cooking barbecue every single night uh, for everybody. Oh, and wow. I felt more pressure on that than doing the shows. The <laughs> shows bet. are gravy. The shows are easy. <laughs> Who was coming over? Who was the celebrity guest list that came to Burt's uh, Airbnb? Brady got you the smoker, Th- right? Thanks to Barbecue Island. Yeah. Oh, Barbecue <laughs> Island. Huge shout out. Yeah. <laughs> it got you guys your smoker. Shout out. They delivered it. I know. Yeah. that Brady told me, he goes, yeah, the guys asked me for a smoker, so I nailed it. And he brought you a smoker <laughs> oh, in like an hour. You you brilliantly knew, like, I got a guy. The, guy? Yeah. the call. And Brady got you a smoker in, like, an hour and a half. Oh, Brady's on the hook now. He's like, yeah. you know, I'm sure, like, like in the 80s and 90s and, uh, well, today, who are we kidding? Uh, <laughs> wow, you're, com- you're, you're a 90s radio <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 90s. I really rattled that off, didn't yeah. I? No, but I'm sure a lot of comics who come into town are looking for drug dealers. I've got a smoker dealer in Brady. I'm like, Brady, I need a, I need a smoker. I need yeah. it now. And to Brady, that is drugs. Yeah. So you are doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. He is the uh, he's the El Chapo of well, barbecue. Bar- barbecue Island is not going to be able to get rid of me now. Like, you know that movie, uh, was it George Clooney or Tom Hanks? What was it? Where he, like, lived in the airport mm. and, and no one Tom Hanks. Him. That's yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah. That's going to be me at Barbecue Island. I'm just going to live in Phoenix, <laughs> and they're not going to know that I just Brady, live in guy Barbecue Dave Island. won't leave. <laughs> He's using his stuff in the building. Yeah, I'm just yeah. brushing my teeth in the, in the bathroom. And Did you have, like, a lot of celebrities pop by on Super Bowl week to the house? It, it was a— uh, Because I think Ranasizi came in here, and he's like, I'm going over there. Yeah. Did he show up? So the house, people were coming by because Bert was uh, taping something Something's Burnings okay. in the backyard. Um, so Guy Fieri came by. All the oh, bar, God. The barstool guys came by. Um, and then at the after parties, it was a lot of NFL guys. So the yeah. entire Chiefs um, offensive line came the first night. And, you know, I've met plenty of NFL dudes over the years. And, you know, I know that those guys are massive. Yeah. But when the Chiefs offensive line came in, <laughs> I, I was in my brain like skewing like, oh, Eagles are going to run away with this thing. Yeah. When I saw the size of every single Chiefs offensive lineman, I go, yeah. I think the Chiefs might pull this one out. <laughs> like, those guys are gigantic. It changed, no it changed so your good. bets. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Because, yeah, you get next Because you think you're a normal-sized person. You stand next to offensive linemen of professional football. I was at an NFL thing, and Cam Hayward, Steelers defensive lineman, oh, yeah. walked by me. And I, I know he's big. I'm not stupid. But then you stand next to him, you're like, I don't think I knew he was big. This no. is not what big felt like. Some he's of these dudes, huge. you go to meet them, and they shake your hand, and their hand wraps around your hand. Yeah. yeah. You just feel like a little baby. It's crazy. Yeah, and you're like a fully grown man. Like, yeah. you're a normal man in everyday life, and then you got to imagine what it's like to be them, which is creepy. And then you had to cook <laughs> for them. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I have enough ribs. <laughs> you, you text me, and you go... I bought so much meat, yeah. but imagine how yeah. much. Uh, oh, I had to go through it all. Oh. Yeah. And, and then uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey came by one night. Oh, wow. Did he bring Olivia Culpo? <laughs> no, he was. Son of a those... bitch, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he's not bringing Olivia Culpo, then why does who cares to meet him? Um, Taylor oh. Heineke was there. Oh. Gabe Davis. All yeah, it was more of a bro hang. I don't know if, if like everybody's wife. I mean, obviously, that would have been uncomfortable with Bert, that. Bert yeah. has a lot of female. Fans, but I think yeah, they don't want to hang week, out. That week it was more like, yo, we're we're eating ribs, we're drinking beers. It was a bro hang. It was like super gay without the sex. 
Uh, well, I didn't say without. Oh, well, well uh, then I would have shown up. You would have drugged me Where out of the house. Where is his invite? Oh, bro hang's a bro hang, dude. It is the hey, bear speaking case. of which, where are those beers that we were drinking last time I was you here? You want one? Yeah, don't right. you guys have some so sort of sponsor beer? Or Brad will do it. It's in the fridge. Yeah, hey, we got fridge. Yeah, we do the, I think we have Homeburg Bound. I think we got the good red IPA right now. Yeah, I'm still nursing my buzz from last night. I did yeah. a late night spot at the Hollywood Improv. Uh, got on the flight this morning. Um, so I think one beer in my, uh, my beer buzz from last night will just come right back. Yeah. You got an opener? Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm a man. I can do it with my hands. Nice. Just making sure. <laughs> that was pretty so impressive. Effortless. Wow. That was pretty good. I don't oh think God, those right? are screw tops. How did you do that? The wedding ring. Your the ring. Best, oh. The best part of having a wedding yeah. ring. <laughs> it's the happiest day of your life when you got one. <laughs> oh, that's the cha-ching Chavez. He's like, like finally. That. Yeah. Crack those open. You got to teach me that. Uh, yeah. No worries. I can't wear uh, jewelry though because I fiddle with it till. That'll I'm be bleed. a real dad moment. I'm teaching you yeah. how to be a man and open <laughs> a bottle me, with you. Show me what you've done, Dave. He does it two ways: either the wedding ring, and then yeah. he does the C ring. God, I'm not that good, of, that big of a man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not cracking beers with that if I've got both. Although I'd like to see it, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Dave Williams is at the Improv just tonight, uh, and uh, yeah, what are you going to? You just going to show up, do your show, and get the hell out of here? Two shows, drink some beers, get on a flight, and go watch my kid play water polo by noon tomorrow. Oh, that's right. You're the water polo. You have tons of history with that. I do. That's right. And you were explaining it to us and showing us videos of all this stuff. And, <laughs> I like think a, how violent yeah. I think we did a deep is. dive last we time. We did a yeah. big deep did, dive. Yeah. And yeah. There was no a, pun intended. There was a, a lot of like uh, malfunctions with uh, uh, you know, ripping. Swimsuit malfunctions. Yeah, yeah, which I loved. <laughs> and that really had me interested in the sport for a while. Because I think the Olympics had it. <laughs> And I was watching yeah. that because I couldn't get over the thong action. <laughs> so after last time I left, your uh, algorithms were just shoving oh. you water polo highlights the whole time. Loads of it. My computer was like, you love this, don't you? <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> I wasn't wrong. And I still don't know how the sport's played, but that underwater cam is worth it. Yep. It's pretty great. And you played for a college. You went to I, college I played there. at Auburn University, War Eagle. Did you get uh, you scholarship in that? It's a club sport there. Oh, okay, so you can't get paid for. Yeah, no, no, no. no. But um, my kid's doing really well. I mean, he might get some offers. We'll see. He's only a sophomore right now. Um, you know, I went back a few weeks ago and played for the first time in years and years and years on my alumni uh, team, my yeah. college alumni team. And uh, the first game, I was trying to be polite. And just, you know, make sure everyone got playing time and just kind of fit in. And I was by far the oldest guy there, right? (laughs) And uh, the second game, my competitive juices were flowing. We were actually playing the current uh, Auburn team just the way the brackets worked out because we won our first game. So we're like, oh, my goodness, normally the alumni team, like, loses all the games. We're like, oh, man, we could actually, like, place in this thing. So we were playing the regular team, and I was like, I'm playing, I'm starting, uh, I'm definitely one of the top. And I was leading scorer in all the team, not because I was being a ball hog, but because I was playing good water polo. Right. I see you looking right. at me like, yeah. we all looked no. at you like, there's a little I, I, Michael Irvin in you. I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the ball, dog. I started dog. feeling it. I started feeling it a little bit. I'm I, in the zone. Yeah. And so then the ball comes in, right? And I make this big power move. I get it. I do what's called a sweep shot and give it all my might. And I hit the Auburn goalie square in the face with the ball. So much so that they stopped the game to check on the kid, and he's trying not to cry. I'm like, dude, are you okay? I thought he broke his nose. He's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. And I'm just like, what a legacy that Auburn was doing well in the home tournament, and the alumni guy comes and, and knocks out their starting goalie. Hold on. Isn't that good goaltending in water polo? Your head and hands are the it's only thing out. You're not a real goalie until you really take one on the face. That's At true of also point. being a homosexual. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're really <laughs> going wife. down that road this morning, aren't we? Huh? <laughs> you brought it up. Uh, yeah. You're the one with all the dudes in your house. But I also don't want to be the alumni who came back and wrecked their season. Yeah. I, well, I you, you, but you, what you did, though, was prove whether or not they had what it takes. 
Yeah, that's how we should look. That's at how that. I look at it. It's like if you weren't going anywhere if the guy can't take a shot in the yeah. face. Then I was like, "Come on, kid, let me show you how to open up a beer bottle with your wedding <laughs> ring." <laughs> You'll need yeah. this info one that's day. That's perfect. So your kid's going to probably you want him to keep going, like if because it doesn't pay for school. Are there any schools that pay for college with water polo? If you are a um, a, a female player and you're a lefty, I think you have a pretty good shot. I got a shot. Scholarship yeah, at maybe like four schools. But. Brady's got a left-handed daughter. He could stuff her in the Hey, water. let's get her into the system. Yeah, let's make that happen. That's what human traffickers say. Uh, <laughs> let's get your teen daughter in the system. Uh, sweetheart, you're going to live with a comedian I know in L.A. He's going to make you a prodigy. Just six months. He's yeah. going to get you dialed in. Yep. Yeah. And We're going to tape your smoker. right hand behind your back, make sure that you're really good with that uh, lefty shot and... <laughs> You, you could probably get a, a scholarship, a partial. At least your book's yeah. paid for. Not necessarily, it's going to be worth it. Not necessarily the hand gesture a father wants to see that you're going to teach his daughter. The over-the-shoulder <laughs> lefty shot. That was. You guys are really not representing you well. <laughs> no, you're, well, you're doing it to yourself. I'm just, I'm, look, I'm just painting the picture. You're adding the color. I'm painting the picture. Uh, Dave Williamson's at the 10, pre, 10 p.m. Prov, uh, tonight only. 7 and 9.45, you got two shows. What else is going on in your world? Oh, a like lot of barbecue. Busy. I just got a, a pizza oven this week. I, I was excited to talk to you about this. Um, this wow. company hit Said me up, no and they were like, <laughs> <laughs> he, "He pointed to me." Yeah. I know, but still. Oh, Brady's my barbecue brother, man. We talk about this stuff, and I didn't know I wanted a pizza oven until this company offered it to me. Yeah, and then I was like. Yeah, I want this pizza. Okay, yeah. I'll take it. And so I had to build a new deck in my front yard, and my wife's like, I told you no more smokers. And I'm like, babe, it's not a smoker. It's a pizza oven. It's very different, you know? So I've spent <laughs> the past three days curing it, um, which is, you know, you got to build a fire, and the fire's got to get hotter every single day. And you can't really see in it. So I've, I've been, like, trying to look, and then I realized that I think I've just been inhaling smoke the past <laughs> three days. <laughs> just burning your face off. Oh, yeah, my, my, my sinuses are all crazy from yeah. just, just breathing smoke. But it's going to make some delicious pizza. And you know you can order pizza. Like, shows up 30, 35 minutes. Yeah, you don't get it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you it's don't not, get it. Don't, you don't have to go down that road. I totally, does, I totally get it. I, I'm still, I, again, you But you wouldn't do it. That's what you're saying. Right. You wouldn't put you it wouldn't. in the backyard and, you know, you want to... I almost got a pizza oven, and, and I was like, mm, I'll use that twice. <laughs> and then the second one will be like, yeah, and pizza shows up. And probably 90%. Yeah, this took me four hours, and pizza will be here in two minutes if I want it to be. I just order it and then forget, and then the guy shows up with food. Most well, people there, There's a lot of things in the world, like um, treadmills and stuff like that, <laughs> and, and that people think they, they want, and then it just ends yeah. up having uh, clean clothes, like, draped over yeah. it, and you never use it. Comes it comes a hanger. And, yeah. yeah. And I got to say, though, like, my smoker's... And I think this pizza oven. And, oh, you and, use it. There's oh, no question. I, I use it, man. When I'm home, I like to go. And then I'm in my front yard for like nine hours. And my <laughs> wife's like, hey, I asked you to clean the garage. I'm like, I'm cooking out here. You know, this is important. <laughs> I'm a project. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So last time I was in town, we borrowed a smoker from Barbecue Island. And we put it on the side of the club. Um, I was over at the uh, Copper Blues Live, right? You've got and a problem. I know. And so I cooked all weekend. Brady don't think so, no. And we, we, put, we put pulled pork on the menu. And then the last night, uh, I, I did a brisket all day. And it was a heat wave, right? And so I'm walking back and forth in the hotel. And I'm checking my brisket. Like, I got up at 6 a.m. after partying the night before and doing shows every night. And so this brisket, I was really looking forward to. So I had three trays of pulled pork and one tray of brisket. And when I was on stage, I was about to go on stage, and I asked one of the opening acts, I go, hey, man, in like five or ten minutes, that brisket's going to be ready after I've been cooking all day. Can you pull it off and just put it next to the smoker, and we'll let it cool, and then we're going to enjoy it later on, right? Well, we had to kick a lady out of the show. She was uh, drunk and loud and whatever. Then we kicked her out, and 
what we think happened was <laughs> she walked around the side, saw the smoker, and like Yogi Bear taking a pie off of a windowsill. Swiped it. Swiped my brisket. Wow. And got into an Uber with it. This is your theory. You have it's no evidence theory. of this. We, we didn't actually see her do it, but we have enough eyewitness <laughs> accounts that we saw her. There's no ring cams or anything. No, Dave, I don't want to lawyer this, but if you haven't seen it, you have no eyewitness accounts. Nothing makes me happier. <laughs> nothing makes me happier than the scenario that she got into an Uber holding a, brisket. a hot brisket. I love your theory, but yeah. you say we have no eyewitness accounts, well, but look, we're pretty sure we saw this. Somebody saw her heading that way. Somebody saw. <laughs> you kicked her out. Yeah. She walked by your smoker and knew immediately. The this guy that was him. supposed to pull See, the meat like to that. begin yeah. with. Yeah. But unguarded smokers are up for grabs. Yeah. I mean, that's it, in the wild, man. You're, you're dealing with the general public. Uh, you know, life lessons, we learn as we go. We grow from certain situations. And now I know I probably should hire security <laughs> to watch my smoker. Yes. That, that aroma is <laughs> very inviting smoker. to drug people walking so by. So you think in your – and I'm not questioning the whole thing, but I'm just just a couple questions to maybe make you rethink. Perhaps maybe you should have it guarded. That a woman angry at you for being removed from the thing, drunk, hey, grabbed 175 degrees of meat and walked to an Uber. It's the perfect crime. She, <laughs> With her it bare was, hands. It was, ar- no, it was already in a tray and cooling. So All it, right. So the tray's touchable. Up. Yeah. Okay. So she took the tray so with a little juice. The tray. There was four trays of barbecue. Uh-huh. If she had taken any of the pork, I probably wouldn't have even noticed because I cooked so much of it. But she took the one tray that, that had the brisket in it. Yeah. The most expensive cut that I bought that yeah. day, by yeah. the way. And then got into her Uber and went home. And I know she was Ubering because the reason when they caught her milling around the side, yeah. she just said, oh, I'm looking for an outlet to plug my phone in so I could call an Uber. Yeah. And you don't think at all that Brady, who's connected with Barbecue Island, got a, phone call, yeah, probably got a call from his hookup and said, Where they're using you? it. Nobody's near it. And then <laughs> they have the whole system set up to give you a barbecue, know you're doing it, and then go steal the goods. Man, Brady knows I would just give him a brisket. Like, <laughs> <laughs> go back to the show. You see me get up to go to the yeah. bathroom. That's barbecue guy talk. I would give you a brisket. Yeah, that's that's an honor. I mean, <laughs> that, that is that is like an Academy that's... Award to you two. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Dave Williamson, Tempe Improv tonight. Two shows. Leave us with words of wisdom, Dave. As you're filled with barbecue, what would you tell the people? Keep an eye on your briskets. That's right. Yeah, you never know. Some <laughs> crazy, briskets, some people. crazy bitch will steal that immediately right out from under you. Uh, Dave, always a pleasure, man. Yeah, uh, I love quick. being you're here. You're moving fast. I love being here, and uh, I do have. I'm not cooking tonight, but I did bring my all-purpose seasoning, and they're going to make specialty cocktails with it. Oh, uh, a spicy margarita and some sort of a fireball shot. Um, so come get. Uh, <laughs> what? Come, come get spicy cocktails. Oh, okay. my rub. And two shows tonight at Dave W Comedy. Uh, follow me on Instagram. I love seeing you boys. Easy peasy. Hi, Dave Williamson, everybody. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. Boy, you got to get Dave and Brady in the same room together. You're going to be in a barbecue conversation. That's <laughs> happening. That is just going to occur. Uh, Dave Williamson tonight at the uh, over there at the Improv. If you want to go see him, he's fun. He's great. He's always on with Kreischer and podcasts and all that stuff. But now we're late. Damn it, Dave. Barbecue's fault. It's made, it us, it's made us slow and lazy. Uh, it is time now for the entertainment drill. Very quickly, Brady. Okay. Uh, it's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, the seminars are available. The the gun safety is coming up April 21st. Get on it. Ladies, you might have missed your window for the uh, female self-defense, but they might make room for you if you call up and give it a try. Pretty outstanding seminars they got going on. On top of the fact you're getting great shape, become an amazing version of yourself. Become a sheepdog, not a sheep. 
There's plenty of sheep. There's plenty of wolves. Be a sheepdog and protect the world from both and the people you care about mostly. Uh, and the most important thing you can, like I told Trip yesterday after he fell down at the golf course, I said, the most important thing that happened here, Trip, is that I'm okay. And that's really how you feel at the end of the day. Uh, ReactDefense.com. Make sure you're okay. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, quickly entertain me. A new book called How the Grinch Lost Christmas is coming out in September. It's a sequel to How the Grinch Stole Christmas. But he gave it back. Takes place a year later. Is he mad again? Um, no, he basically, um, he, he's a good guy still, Yeah. but he struggles to remember the true meaning of the holiday as he attempts to decorate the most elaborate tree and win Whoville's Christmas crown. Sounds terrible. So yeah. the guys behind it actually have, it has nothing to do with Dr. Dr. Seuss himself, Seuss. but these guys have worked on some Dr. Seuss projects. So they're just kind of, uh, bastardizing Ripping off Dr. Dr. Seuss. Bad. Yeah. 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 They're stealing his characters. We don't want to see that. There's no bad guy if the Grinch is good and he just can't decorate a tree. That's stupid. Mark Wahlberg credits his Catholic faith for helping him to become a better version of himself. That's right. I used to yell at Koreans and try to kill him, and now God says not to. How's your mom? And he's playing kind of the uh, martyr card a little bit. He says, yeah. it's not a popular thing in my industry, but I cannot deny my faith. Right. So his Some entourage. Some will say, you know what, yeah. he was very fortunate early on to it. even be into acting. I don't because buy it. Please. Beat the crap out of a guy Well, that on. and the fact that Entourage is supposedly based on his life. And he was more than happy to executive produce Entourage that said uh, being the biggest whore and, and maybe the worst scumbag in all of Hollywood for a little while as far as ladies are concerned. I did it all for Jesus is what I did. I have It's great. Rumor has it there could be another Wayne's World sequel on the way. They're in their 60s. Dana Carvey posted a new photo of himself, Mike Myers, as Garth and Wayne. They hate each other. No, they they made made up. Reconcile for the cash? Yeah. Yeah. They're in their 60s. Wayne's World in their 60s is, that's not going to, unless they have kids and stuff. I don't know what you can raise. Who's banging Garth? Come on. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good point. The It prequel series, Welcome to Derry, is officially happening on HBO Max. It'll expand on the version of the 2017 and 2019 movies. Huh? Oh, It. It. Oh, I see. I, I see. I, yeah. I thought you said Id. Like, it's a Freudian movie? <laughs> Id. Some guy sold Adam Levine a fake Maserati. That's on Adam Levine. The guy's name is Rick Cole. He gave Rick Cole two cars worth almost a million dollars. In return, Cole gave him a 1971 Maserati. Um, the 4.9 speed, uh, Spider. There's only uh, 25 of them that were made. Had a mechanic look at it later on. Said this is a. If you're buying off. a car like that, you have a mechanic look at it first. Yeah. That's on you. If I buy a Maserati that's special and there's only 25 of them, I authenticate that. Yeah, if I'm spending that kind of jack, yeah. I'm not just going in there like I'm going to CarMax or something. Plus, if I'm spending that kind of money on something like that, it's going to have to have value later. It's an investment. So you make sure you're not getting rooked. That's on Adam Levine. Last little thing, movie coming out this weekend, The Cocaine Bear. Yeah. You can actually see the real Cocaine Bear at a uh, Kentucky a, Fun Mall in Lexington. I saw a story about it. Yeah, they have them stuffed. They just bought they them. stuffed them. Yeah, taxidermy. Yeah. He was and at another place in like Georgia or something, and then they bought him from that and stuffed him in a place. And now he's a tourist attraction. One of his owners, Waylon Jennings. He's dead. He bought it back when he was alive. Oh, oh as, uh, as time yeah, has gone. I thought you meant now. Owners. I see. 
It's over by his... Uh, by his grave. Yeah, his Sometimes grave. Cocaine Bear used to stand over in the Mesa Cemetery. <laughs> you'd see him if you go to a Hohokam game. You'd look over. Is that a bear? Oh, it's Waylon Jennings' Coke Bear. That makes tons of sense. <laughs> Call the Coke Bear. The movie is getting pretty good reviews. Some. Now, I haven't seen whether or not it's good on uh, on the Pablo Flickster stuff yet. Escobar. I'm not even going to acknowledge you right now. Can we just get to the squares? Yeah, I think we should just go home. <laughs> we got the grand opening for the bodega. He's uh, he's already lost. <laughs> this sandwich is down there for 25 bucks a click. We got to move. Go check that out. We got to move. Oh, uh, we got your Guadalupe squares coming up in just moments. 585-9800 is the phone number. We need a girl. We need a boy. What are we giving away? We got tickets. The Mastodon tickets. Mastodon tickets. That's pretty fantastic. So winner gets Mastodon tickets. Loser probably gets something good, too. If you want to play... Mastodon tickets. 585-9800. Yeah, everybody gets Mastodon tickets. There's really no game You here. get Mastodon. You get Mastodon. <laughs> There's no game. We're all Oprah here. Uh, it's 98KUPD. Squares are next. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Mo, who is keeping us late. Oh, yeah. Mo. John, keeping us late. No, Mo. <laughs> okay. Watching you meander around the parking lot for 25 minutes, down in the hallway. <laughs> like High as a kite. Get out of here. Mo I'm, Bergeron's here, everybody. You watch right. Cocaine Bear once, and next That's thing right. you know. What are you going to do? Have you seen it? Yes. Did you? Yes. I will say, if you loved Hobo with a Shotgun, if you loved Killer Couch, you're going like, to love this movie. I liked Hobo with a Shotgun. Killer Couch is pretty cool, too, but it's not as good as Hobo with a Shotgun. Yeah, agreed. It's not your top... T- you saying it's good makes me go, not going to watch it. No, it's great. It's <laughs> great. You're, if you love a fun, goofy movie and you don't mind seeing people do cocaine along with bears, I think you'd be into it. All right. Cool. <laughs> Sold. Sold. That's beautiful. All right. There's Moe's official review of Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like quite a bit. Uh, it's 9.42. It's time for those squares. Let's get right to it. Your host has already announced herself. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mo Bergeron. Mo. Thank you, Chancellor. In the top left square, we've got Joe Biden. Back, just back, back from Ukraine. What'd you... On a G6. And Poland. <laughs> yeah. As I was in a train, I was I used to take train from Scranton all yeah. the way down to D.C. Hold on. Train not... took a train. Trains in Poland is not train good to Poland. History. We ended up in a place oh, got hot. Yeah, ooh, You're no. standing there like that's good, and then smell they smell a little bit. Stunk. Oh, we're in the attic. No, no. Polish train system running on time. You're welcome. G17. I was there. The G7. 17. G7. They get ten times better than the one you're talking about. Come on, man. Sovereign Ukraine solving the problem. What problem? War's over. War's over. Peace, Christmas time. <laughs> War is over. You mean Kamikaze went down there? She's, That's not her name. She's out doing her thing. It could be her name. Skin, skinny Oprah and I were doing some work together. Could also be her name. Oh War zone. <laughs> I think that's just your knees breaking. I was there. I was walking around. That is, that is your bones. My bones cracking. People yeah. people all got down. Like, he's got a gun. Sound like a glow stick. That's all right. It's just my bones cracking. I just stood my spine makes noise. Me and the Vladimir Ukraine. What? No. The no. president Zelensky. of uh, Zelensky. Yeah. Oh, God. We were walking around. Walking around Kiev. Heck yeah. It's a nice place. Love Kiev. Did you have Very any hot. protection? Oh, yeah. We had protection. Loads of it. It was... Uh, Condoms for all the broads. Trojan. Oh, Trojan. No. Magnums for me. What kind of protection I'm talking about? Magnums for you? I wear a magnum. I got magnum because I'm on like a big fat bear. 
Sounds like it might be bad. I got a big, thick one. My no, balls are bigger. Pill. That's that blue yeah, pill. Yeah, for a while there, I thought I had a big one. I was just wrapping the condoms around my balls. Those things got so long. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you this, my balls. scrotum's harder than the other thing, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. What's he going to say? I mean, you know, when I was against us in Ukraine, they were chanting, down with Putin. Down with Putin. I'm like, what's wrong with Putin? Putin. 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 Get a candidate. The candidates are out there. The candidates are delicious. Love that poutine. Gravy, that one. cheese, and chicken. <laughs> Down with pudding. Oh, no. All right. And <laughs> Good job, bro. Thank you. And the top. You remind me a lot of that. No, don't say it. Yeah, don't. don't say no. it. Say it. No. Don't say no. it. Brett, don't stop. listen to Brett. Just don't. say, remind me a lot of the lady no. delivered my chips last no. night. No. <laughs> you know, over that teepee. I'm like, yeah, hey, I know you. You're that mo. Why is that? <laughs> Mexican lady. No. Oh, God. <laughs> I say, you remind me a lot of that mo. You're not that mo, are you? And she said, see. <laughs> it definitely wasn't me. I Little hot tamale, I say. <laughs> All right. In the top middle square, it's baseball week. We got Vince Scully here. Boy, oh boy, do I love baseball. It's back, and we are ready for spring training. Mo, of course, I'm dead. I won't be there, but I'll be there in spirit to watch your Los Angeles Dodgers play another fantastic round of spring training, only to get bounced out of the playoffs too early and destroy the lives of all baseball fans. Why do they have to be mine? Team. Why does it have to be Dodgers? All Mexicans love the Dodgers. In fact, for a while in the 70s, it was argued that we should put a Y on the uniform where the other D was and just officially become the Doyers. It was a thing we considered. And then King Taco said, we've got this covered. It's double D night at Dodger <laughs> Baseball Stadium. Out there at the field, if you've got double Ds, you get in for free. And that's how it works. Single, double, or triple. We prefer what the about doubles. the male fans there, Vin? I've seen most American male fans. Those guys will have double Ds as well, and they can make it all work out just fine. The first 10,000 pairs get in free. That's exactly Ooh. right, Brady. 10,000. That's 20,000 people, is it not? Or 20,000 breasts, 10,000 girls. Either way, we're winning. Go Doyers, to speak Moe's language. <laughs> All right, in the top right square, we've got Christopher Mago. I'll handle it. Christopher Mago, Russo. How are you? Good to be here. How are you, Brett? Great right day, great day here at Christopher Mago, Russo. Baseball is back. Take a Valium. I took a Valium. This is where I'm like on Valium. I'll tell you that right now. Now, first and foremost, you have to know about baseball. Know about me. Yeah. Do you know about me? <laughs> Nobody knows about me unless they know about baseball. You I think she likes your man. down. Mando Russo talking. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the starting lineup of the 1979 Pittsburgh Pirates for no reason whatsoever just to prove that I know about it. How are you and Stephen A. on the same show? First base. Willie <laughs> 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 Sardo. No. Pop Sardo. Second base. <laughs> Tim Foley. Switched out with Phil Garner every once in a while. Also, Phil Madlock played third base. <laughs> Bad third. Hit 390 in 79. I'm Mad Dog Russo, I know baseball, and you Jacoby. don't. Ted Scalby was the closer. Fireman Relief Award winner, Rollins. <laughs> David Minowan at the end of the year. Mad Dog Russo the only one who knows this. What do you know about baseball, Mo? Uh, go Dyers. Incorrect. Oh, <laughs> go Dyers is incorrect. This year it will be Go Astros, as it has been the last few years. What do you know about baseball, Brett? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's laughable. <laughs> the White Sox have a gay player now. Watch the bat rack. Right. Some of them are going to despair. Oh, my gosh. All right. Imagine him and Fallon in the same square. No. Oh, my God. Oh, no. 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 Oh,
the next quiz is really exciting. In the middle west, where he has a movie out. Hit a boo boo. I got a movie out this weekend. It's cocaine Yogi Bear. I'll help you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Christopher Van Dorm Yogi Bear. <laughs> you were incredible in the movie this week. I agree. It was a wonderful thing. Yogi, my teeth are numb. Hey, hey, boo boo, your teeth are numb because we're rubbing it all over our gums. I'm cocaine Yogi Bear. It's very difficult to do this after Christopher Mad Dog Russo. <laughs> Fairly same cadence. I'm sorry, I should have spaced these squares out. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. Say hello to my other little friend. It's boo boo. <laughs> boo boo the guy. I cleaned my den three times this morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go to the ranger's office and blow him for no. money. We need more cocaine. No. <laughs> Yogi, there's a park ranger. Boo-boo. I'm going to blow the park ranger. And I'm going to get us a few bucks. <laughs> Has Uranus recovered, boo-boo? Oh. I think we saw a picture of that earlier. We have to use it. <laughs> well, we're going to be out of cocaine. Cocaine Yogi Bear, coming to a TV near you. All right, in the middle square. He sounds very familiar. <laughs> All right, in the middle square, we've got house host Brady. Oh, hey, Mo. Hey, Brady. Someday, working at KDKB, you're probably going to have unemployment and then a need to stay somewhere. <laughs> Let me offer up my pad to you. I'm Anybody okay. who wants to stay in my house mm. and take giant dumps in my daughter's bathroom. You're more than welcome. That sounds horrible. Why would you do that? speak for all normal people when I say there's nothing quite as great as a house guest. Oh, God. Oh, people love it, and I'm no different. Had a house guest in my house this week. He's a millionaire lawyer. He's got loads of property, and he doesn't have enough money to stay in a resort, so he stayed in my house. And Kirby, did you like the house guest? The bathroom always smelled like poopy, Daddy. Your friend had a problem. <laughs> That's adorable. I'll let you stay at my house, and you can have my Airbnb Brady and drop your Mo pellets all over uh, <laughs> Kirby's toilet. I want to wake up and smell Mo pellets. That's what I want. <laughs> Just, you know what? It's in Japan. It's polite to burp after you eat a meal. In my house, it's polite to take a huge <laughs> and leave stains in the toilet. Uncle <laughs> missed. It's God. working. What are you cooking in there, man? Everything. Oh, gosh. Have some of my brisket, and let's go take a look at the after effects. Ah, <laughs> oh, Mo left little pellets. <laughs> like a deer. Like a little deer. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, in my house, most of it's like wet paint. Oh, <laughs> come on. Yeah, because the food I give you is not going to, it's not digestible in the proper way. It comes out long and gummy. Oh, last time you had a good on. meal. <laughs> oh. That's how I know I've pleased my house guest. <laughs> I don't think you pleased him. All right, in the middle right square, he loves the gays. It's Tom Brenneman. I sure do. And I love you, Mo, even though you're a huge and I have no problem with it. God. You spend all your time over at that radio station talking to the homo F-words, and I'm great with it. Oh, KDKB is the capital of the homos, and I'm great with it. I'd love to be on. Brady, it's good to see you again. Good to My see you, My favorite Tom. baseball player of all time is Lenny Dykstra, so you and I have a lot in common. No. Oh I think God. so. I don't think that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, I used to love Hedeke Nomo because it reminded me of homo. Oh, my gosh. All right. One of my favorite players of all time was Glenn Burke of the Dodgers. He was gay and started the high five. And in the locker room, evidently the low five and the fist bump. Fist? You said fist. Bump. Fist bump. 
<laughs> he bumped it. It wasn't necessarily in the greatest place. Anyway, I'd like to say spring training out there in Queen Creek with a couple of new friends of mine. No, stop. <laughs> no, out to spring there. training with the Queen Creekers. No, there's I've no invited them out. I'm going to sit out. There isn't, but you know what? We're going to sit and watch baseball oh, together. No. Oh they said something about come out here and play balls with us. And I said, I'll be there. Oh, gosh, stop it. All right, in the bottom left square, we've got Brady Secret Square. Give us a hint. How you scumbums do it? I'm an actor. I'm dead. <laughs> I was Buford T. Justice. Clue ever on yeah. that. No, right. You asked me to be on this program, and this happens every time one of those floozy, one of these floozy start poo-tailing around with these show folk hags. We wrote it for oh, you. God, yeah. It was the only time you've had a written line. Now, why don't you, you shut your pile hole and give me a Dr. It. Pepper and a Diablo booger? Right. Pronto. Booger. Bo- a Diablo booger. booger. Yeah. All right, in the bottom middle square. Give him a written line. It's I tied it. It wasn't even my handwriting. Yeah. Jesus. And he blew it. <laughs> Enough out of you, Junior. <laughs> Come on, Daddy. <laughs> Little tick turd. Yeah. All right, in the bottom middle square, we've got Shaq and Charles Barkley. I'm not real happy about being here today, Mo. Why? I flew all the way out here to watch Kevin Durant play in the Suns game tonight, and they canceled him. He ain't gonna play. Oh no! Oh, that's crazy. You didn't look. You a Laker fan? You used to a superstars not taking the I court. You were following Matt McClung around. Matt McClung, Ivory Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the greatest nickname of all time, Ivory Iverson. Since the Pillsbury Throw Boy, I think Ivory Iverson is maybe my favorite for a cracker. He was a cracker dunker, and that's the greatest thing I ever seen. It was awesome. He's he's unbelievable. Did you watch him dunk? You no. see a little white boy dunking last week? No. What were you doing? I, I don't even want to know. She was dunking a donut. Siesta. Dunking donuts. Dunking donuts. That's for sure. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Lesbian joke. I understand what Charles are doing. Anything lesbian joke. That's right. You watch basketball? No. So you watch the WNBA? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't considered basketball. That should be a crime against humanity. <laughs> you think Brittany Grant is attractive? No. Neither do I. <laughs> no, sir. You guys have a similar voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have a very similar voice, similar build, similar everything. Oh, wow. Except for one thing. Similar? What's we that? We have similar basketball skills. <laughs> <laughs> I am good at it, and she is not. That's crazy. She ain't so bad. But if she was a man, well, I retract that sentence. <laughs> All right, in the bottom right is she, a guest, is she a guest on your show? No, not yet. Why not? Don't you love her people? <laughs> We're all a community. That's right. Why hasn't she been on your show yet? Because I don't interview sports folks. Folks? I see. Okay. <laughs> show folk? But, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poon hanging around with them showbiz. <laughs> All right, the what do you mean by those folks? What is that? <laughs> no! That's not you people. Oh my gosh, that's not it. I you can lose your job. I see how it is. <laughs> All right, in the bottom. How's a girl with green hair, Mexican, and lesbian about to get fired from a liberal station? Athletes, athletes. You're like Don Lemon. Oh my gosh. All right, in the bottom right square, our yeah. Lord and Savior's here to save me. It's Trip. I love what just happened with you and those black guys. What? Well, you are weird. in trouble, and oh, I get to fire Mo again. No. See you Monday. Mo's got white pants on. I'd like to introduce the new show on KDKB. It's the Mo and Don Lemon. Mo Lemon in the morning. Oh, no. Come on. Yeah, well, they just offend everyone. They're an urban station. And they're unfireable. Oh, yeah. He's not urban. Mo Lemon. A Mex- no. You want job security forever team up with a black gay guy and as a manager i can tell you you are untouchable 
You've got a Mexican lesbian and a black gay guy. You guys can say anything. Let me write for that show. She's not untouchable enough already? <laughs> no, I can fire her. <laughs> and have. I should remember that. Performance Gosh, review. Don't bring it up, man. Yeah, okay? I'll do it again. I need this. Yeah. Who's on uh, line one there? Uh, we got Jason and Diana. <laughs> Diana, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. Jason, are you there? I am. Diana, you're a girl. Go. Pick a square. Um, house party ready. <laughs> house party ready. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have us a pajama jammy no jam. <laughs> house party. Ain't no party like a Brady party. What? What? Bedtime's ready. <laughs> oh, I like that bedtime. Ain't going to hurt nobody. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Ain't going to hurt Kid nobody. Play. We're kidding play. I'm going to try to jump rope over my own leg oh. and have a stroke. What? Yeah. Oh, God. Don't do it, oh, We're going to do the dance oh. forward and back, and then we do a high five with our heels. <laughs> Ain't no party like a Brady party. What? 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 <laughs> Raise your hands in the air. Raise them like you haven't eaten yet. You? You? All right, it's coming. Here's a plate. Happy pappies. All right. All right. Sun's down. Time to quiet. <laughs> Asia has 38% of the world's hostels. Is that true or false? Asia has 100% of and the 30- world's Asians. <laughs> That's not the question. Yeah. Okay. Why are they angry? That's not the question. Because they've got so many hostels. <laughs> oh, um, so good. Yeah, I know. Oh. It made my tummy hurt. <laughs> Asia has 38% of the world's hostels. Well, because they got a lot of people. They love house guests. As do I. I wish I could build a hostel in my backyard. You haven't? No, but I will. And have strangers come in, and I'll feed them and let them poop. And uh, you're gonna Kirby's tell your wife bath. about this? It's gonna be like a- she doesn't need to know much of anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's fine. It's gonna be like a barbarian situation. I'm yeah. sorry. I had a note that says "Holiday Zens." That's their oh. famous hotel over there. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, because they're Chinese. I see what you're talking oh, about. Man, Zen people. Back to the question. Oh, man. It's gonna meet some track shoes. He's been hanging laps. out with a guy who wow. says "God and family" a lot, so the jokes have really hit the floor. <laughs> Holiday Zen. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Fake Brady might commit suicide. <laughs> do I'll it. say that's true. There's too many people not to have the most, like, hostile. <laughs> Diana, do you agree or disagree? Disagree. Incorrect. It is true. Oh. Oh, circle gets oh. a square. Come to my pajama jammy jam this weekend, Diana. Stop it's inviting house people. Party. <laughs> All right, Jason, pick a square. House party. Oh, well, I got to go with Trip as always. Yeah, that's oh, no. what I like. The guy's sticking together. Weird. I fell down in the golf course yeah. yesterday. Oh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, surprising. I'm rich. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so God. dirt doesn't stick to me. It's the craziest thing. I fell in a mud puddle. I got out completely clean. How does that happen? What, are you I wearing don't an airbag? Know. I don't know. But John's right. Rich people can't get dirty. I drug myself all over the ground yesterday. I woke up clean as a whistle. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I get yeah. dirty all the time. Yeah. Just like, I oh. know. We saw your people getting dirty in a backyard. <laughs> at the golf. Yeah, they were leaf blowing. I've got video of it. It looked like the 23rd Mexican Olympiad. Okay, we're done. Let's get to your question. The first car to be called muscle car was the 1949 Rocket 88 by GM. Mm. Remember um, that car? Yeah, oh, that was my first car. Back seat. Yeah. Oh, whoa, yeah, there's a back seat. <laughs> Ooh, and then we called it the Red Rocket car when I was sure my Did you have furry dice? Oh, my lipstick's out. Mm. Oh, you should apply. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, I won't get dirty. <laughs> you just did. I'm wealthy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'll say, yeah, yeah. You're going to say it's true? Yeah. Okay. No. Yes. I changed my mind back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jason, do you agree or disagree? 
Uh, I never disagree with Trevor. That is correct. Exactly it is true. Right, Circle Jason. gets a square. Excellent Diana, work. you can take Joe Biden for the block. Yeah, come on up here, Joe. I'll take Biden. i give you a whiff. Oh, no, stop. Man, that's good oh. smelling woman right there. We talked oh. about this. Hair smells like Prell. What? Head and shoulders. The 70s shampoo. Oh. Got a little Prell in there, don't you? The Prell. <laughs> She can hear you. She can hear me on the phone. I think telephonically it's working out as well as we'd hope. I prefer my way. When I grew up, we just yelled. There's no telephone. Still yelling. Still some blue. That's what I like. (laughs) Still some blue. I used still some blue because I needed the money. (laughs) (laughs) All right. A weather balloon. Yeah, I hate those. Okay. Well, floating around. Pop those like nobody's business. Get that jing jang balloon out. No. Stop. Don't call it that. All right. A want. weather balloon. You know what my favorite thing about shooting down a weather balloon is? What? Hour lady, I'm hungry for another one. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right. A weather balloon. Look at that thing floating around high karate style, even though that's Japanese. <laughs> Shoot it down. Shoot it down. A weather balloon must withstand temps balloon. as cold as negative 130 degrees. Yeah. Negative 130. That's pretty cold. That is cold. Balloon up there doing that. You grew up in that weather. Grew up. I scraped PA before the environment went haywire. <laughs> pretty much always 130 degrees below zero. Now look at it. It's so warm. <laughs> Mosquitoes, bugs, bees. Bees, bugs, bees. Yeah, those are natural things. Yeah. Yeah, not, not when I was a kid and the Ice Age was going on. <laughs> I was around. It's global warming. You guys have been here the whole time. Places should be covered in ice. Now look at it. Dirt. Uh, not ice. <laughs> Hot. Hot outside. Mountains. Balloons are bad. <laughs> not this all guy's of them. juggling. Yes. You're on not a phone juggling. Probably clown. Probably launch one of the balloons. I'll say that's true. 130 <laughs> degrees below zero. Up there in them. Temperature. Yeah, that's about right. All right, Diana. He's saying true. Is that... Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. I disagree. Incorrect. It is true. The sweep. That's a clean sweep, and Diana had two squares. You blew it. You dumb tick All right, hold on. That is awful, Diana. Jackie Gleason is mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie, we can do a second take on your lines if you're interested. And scene. This happens every time one of those floozies starts poo-tanging around with those show folk. All right, all right. Hags. You know what your line was and you kind of blew it again? Poo-tang? Like, like poo-tang hags. Oh, my God. Not poo-tang. That would be against the Lord. Brady won't say poo-tang. I'd like to make a guess because I know everything. Christopher Mad Dog Russo knows that that is the great Jackie Gleason. From the 1976 classic, smoking the better. Playing puberty justice? You don't know who I'm talking about? You should, you should Google him. Okay. He'll Watch. be pretty blown away. <laughs> he gets a little excited about things. <laughs> Christopher Mad Dog Russo likes being on your show. Christopher Mad Dog Russo likes being on successful shows. <laughs> That's why <laughs> I have to turn down your invitation to be on your show, Mo. Nobody Welcome in, to this one. Nobody invited you. Exactly. They knew better. <laughs> oh, God. They knew the answer would be no. <laughs> no. Just like the answer will be if all the Diamondback fans say, are we going to the World Series this year? The answer is no. <laughs> Firm. I have to go now. But I will return. <laughs> you didn't even leave. Adelaide today, yes, somebody just shut the door on me. I bounced right off and came back to the microphone. <laughs> now I'll try to go. And it didn't work again. You have to step out. I'm like a human boomerang. <laughs> you really uh, are. What was that word? Boomerang. <laughs> Boom, boomerang. That's right. That's what I said. Say it again. A boomerang. <laughs> Goodbye. 
I'm not sure that's right still. I think that one's stuck. <laughs> I'm sad that Mad Dog didn't get chosen. He's good fun. I'm sad that Cocaine Yogi Bear didn't get chosen. Yeah, it's the same guy. <laughs> I didn't realize until we did it, that's the same person. <laughs> Christopher Mad Dog Russo is a double up. <laughs> Cocaine Yogi Bear. You did see the movie. You liked it. Yeah, I did. Ant-Man and Wasp Woman. Still haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I thought you were going last Whoa, week. Oh, yeah. No, did you was... see it? I saw it. And? 2.5. Oh, wow. Ooh, terrible. Don't say three. Oh, Five stars. That oh. is that is the, one of the worst reviews Brady can give a movie. Him to give Anything that. less than three, you might as well just do a plate glass over your face and have a dude turd on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, a, what a Jungle Cruise game. Frosted, huh? That was one that he just had to admit. He saw that no one hope. at home. <laughs> no kidding. 2.5. That is dreadful. Yeah, that's not worth seeing. I think it's one of the lowest ones since Eternals, but I didn't watch Eternals yeah. either. I tried to. Have you one. seen Titan? Who? Titan, yeah. I've, I've, nobody knows about it, but I looked. What the is it? comedian yesterday brought it. I haven't, I don't know it's yet. It's a French uh, kind of sci-fi. Scotty Karate said he couldn't get through it. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. I had a couple people tell me it was fantastic, too, so I'm curious about that. Because Namesh Patel told us about it yesterday, mm. and he sold it, mm. but it's got too many crazy twists to ignore. Got anything going on this weekend, Mo? Uh, just the Renaissance Festival. Oh, God. Don't say it like that. It's not I the worst. Don't say it like just. <laughs> just the yeah, Renaissance. Just this. Just the Renaissance Festival. Wow. What did? What would you have uh, had to do if you won the bet? <laughs> <laughs> God, you're terrible. <laughs> proud of that Pretty proud of that one. Anyway, enjoy that. Are you dressing up for it? No. Uh, <laughs> Why are you, are you looking gonna... at me like that? <laughs> I'm scared. Are you just... What are you going out there for? Uh, just a remote, and then after. Oh, you were getting paid to do it. Yes. Oh, all right, that's acceptable. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm out there the following Sunday. Oh, you're going the next oh, day yeah. for Beer Fest. Oh, you got the good one. Right yeah, I got the good one. I got time travelers weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you see a lot of Rick and Morty. You may have, fruit dude. You, you may have just. <laughs> I get to judge the created <laughs> the phrase where my nightmares are born. <laughs> Want to hang out with a bunch of time travel nerds at the Renaissance Festival? It's a lot of fun. I'll take prison. Oh, my gosh. You can come on out to the Wildlife World I'm Zoo. okay. Yeah. That sounds oh, you want to go with to the, the animals. Extreme Talk with the animals. animals. Yeah. Man. I don't want to go. Talk about time yeah. traveling. Man. Just forever. Go Brady's at the zoo tomorrow. If you're interested, you can go over there and watch him. Uh, Was he feeding the alligators? Yes, it's going to be bad. I'm going to pet a piranha. The sea lions. The key to the deal is if you go to this and you're part of the tours to tell Brady, just tap him on the shoulder and go, that's enough. Let someone professional talk about the And one more thing. Because he will answer the questions you ask the professionals. I've got an answer. You have an answer. And it's wrong. And when it's not, you're surprised and he's indignant. But we had the professional in here last time and she didn't answer right either. Don't listen to the pretty lady. Don't listen to the little man. Someone else who you aren't familiar with will be the person you should listen to. Because the other two make stuff up. And then get mad when you don't believe them. <laughs> and you know when Brady's mad at you is when he got his phone up and he's fact-checking himself to yell at you later. <laughs> I knew it! But it'll be fun. Oh, yeah. will lead him around that zoo. But let the professionals handle the information. And also, another thing! <laughs> if Brady says, yeah, that's safe, it's not. Sure you can put your hand in that hippo's mouth. No, you can't. <laughs> They're trained. No, they're hippos. Trust nothing. Crushing an albino alligator's teeth is not that hard. It would be safer to say you want to drive a drag car by yourself this weekend. uh, Because I have a fear that Brady's going to get too comfortable with the zoo creatures and somebody's going to die. Be careful. 
You can't pet them, though, can you? He does. Oh, That's the on, problem. Really. You've never been in a golf course with this guy in the desert. There's stuff nothing you can't pet. Yeah, stuff that <laughs> slithers up to us, he picks up. <gasps> yeah. I, I saw him on this. I've never seen a man that size, so agile. And, like, we we're. I'm golfing. Where did he go? Hey, up here. It's <laughs> 55 feet up the side of a cliff, holding a chuckwalla. Look at him. I caught him. Like, so get down. You're going to hurt him. yourself. They're cool. Okay, down, Brady, down. Brady Irwin. I climbed this mountain and I found a chuck wall and no one was interested in. He gets weird, picks up snakes, walks them towards you. He once crucified a rabbit, a dead rabbit. That's why he was dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And he what a dick. Yeah. yeah. There's a T marker. He took four T's and hammered them into the ground oh through the little God. rabbit's hands. Was that Easter? What First of all, doing? rabbits don't have hands. Okay, there's your expertise. That's what you're keying on? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's the part of the story that upsets you? Yeah. Mine was the corpse abuse. Yeah. Anyway, we're all done. Mo, thank you again. Go do your show. Gracias. Uh, Bray's at the zoo tomorrow. Mo's at the Renaissance Festival. Toledo's probably at home, and Brett's doing nothing. That's enough. Uh, if you want to go tomorrow to a thing that's very cool at night, uh, Lost Our Home Pet Rescue is part of it, and you can help them out. Uh, up at, uh, I believe it's at the, just go to Lost Our Pet Re- Lost Our Home Pet Rescue.org. They're having an event of uh, private planes and vintage cars out at the hangar. I think it's at Scottsdale Airport. And it is, all the proceeds are going out to help charities, and they're one of the charities. And you get to pick which charity your money goes to. So if you buy a ticket, it says, where do you want it to go? It goes to them. I've done that. So I'm going to go out there, too, because you get to tour all these private jets, amazing, like, awesome jets, and then, like, 1920s supercars which is real vintage, old, awesome cars that are still hanging around from this. Very cool. And it's all for a good cause. And I love the animals. So, And go adopt Ellie, the sweet little chug uh, dog that I had this week. Oh, I loved her. Uh, that's it. We're done. Have a great weekend. Larry's coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.